Welcome to the Frozen Limerick Pals. <laughs> Brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's a blast from the past. Well, for anybody who brings Frozen Limericks, uh, inspiration if you do. Oh shit, really? You should have let me know before. I would have brought like, and, like, uh, like a month. So these D20 coins, I just always thought it would be cool if someone actually like flipped them and you get either a 1 or a 20. So <laughs> you can either roll your inspiration like normal or if you want to take a chance and just flip the coin and right. see if you get a 1 or a 20. Uh, I think that would be pretty neat also. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. I like that. So it's like, oh, I can kind of get more <laughs> average odds, or do I want to, like, have a 50-50 on, like, just mm. failing or, like, <laughs> doing something, like, uber-succeeding. Uh, get you know, off the table. Are you allowed up here? <laughs> All right. In your box. <laughs> In the box. I thought Aka was squeaky. Well, wow. with that said, everyone roll for initiative. Better not. <laughs> roll for initiative. <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing? Are we doing this? Yeah, roll for initiative. Oh, I get advantage. For some reason. Seventeen for me. for the entire thing. So, this is a very weird character for me, because my... It... Five. Five. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Neat. This is a weird character for me, because she's not the party radar. <laughs> Wait, who has high perception, then? And then... Like, I have a plus three. Nobody it's not terrible. Nobody has high perception. Oh, You're gonna die. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why we're rolling initiative right now. We're just standing around. <laughs> the story's been going on for a while. We just didn't notice. <laughs> so I rolled a one for initiative, okay. which means my initiative is zero. Cleric <laughs> initiative. Hell yeah! Now you know how we feel. All right. So, do you know clerics need like some sort of I don't know motivation? Wait, who has the highest wisdom? Do you? I I have plus three, so I. You are still the party radar. It's <laughs> just <laughs> severely downgraded. <laughs> Alright. Oh no. So let me explain what's going on. <laughs> Level one. So, welcome to the frozen north. <laughs> Our tale begins here, in the northern part of the hemisphere. Northern part of Faerun. North of a place called the Spine of the World. Icewindale is a cold place. They say it's getting colder. So, you're here gathered at Bryn Shander. All of you have met a gentleman named Artis Simber at some point in your life. So you have been introduced to him, and he's made you an offer and in exchange for your services in helping him in his... Uh, I guess what he's about to explain to you, he's asked you to meet him here at the um, Kelvin's Comfort, which is a inn in a town called Bryn Chander. Sounds warm. It's about as warm as it gets here in Icewindale, which is 
not, not saying much. Not saying much. But it has a fireplace, and that's pretty great. So, warmer than outside, for sure. Some of you are used to it. Some of you could do without it, perhaps. I am not used to it. But, so, you're meeting here. And Kelvin's Comfort actually has a... So, it, it it's an inn, as well as a tavern on the first floor. So, looking at the building proper, it is a building built with logs. Sturdy logs to withstand the cold and the harshness of the wind. So when you first enter into the building, it's sort of like a courtyard area. You have these cobblestones, and you have a left and a right that you can go. So the rooms are on the left, and the tavern is on the right. So you head in to the right, and inside you have several tables. You have the bar, and you have, of course, various caravanners in a, in a good season, but in recent times, people do not travel in Icewind Dale. The people here are stuck here. They're either too afraid to travel for fear of the cold in the winter, um, or they're just here to take shelter because their homes are not as nearly as warm as the tavern is. But the tavern also has a private room in which you all are here to meet with Artisimber and he's going to explain what he needed you for in the first place. So the first to arrive, Enola. Hello. So you come into the tavern, you open up the door, you know that you're supposed to meet here and you walk in and there's no one here yet except for yourself. You see a long table in this room and several chairs sat around it. Why don't you describe yourself and what it's like as, like okay. as you walk in? Um, I walk in and look around. I uh, are there chairs at the ends of the table? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna pick one of those, the one that doesn't seem like the one that's I'm running this meeting, but the one that gives me a lot of elbow room because I'm okay. seven feet tall. So, the foot of the table, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, okay. that works. Right. Um, yeah, so I I walk in. I'm a Goliath, seven feet tall, which is a little short for a Goliath, but tall for everybody else. Um, kind of also lanky for uh, a Goliath, not you know more bony than 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 beefy. Um, wearing a big um, cloak that's white on the outside and has fur and all that, and there's purple lining, and um, probably more clothes than most wizards have, or more than most Goliaths have, but, but I'm, it's pretty obvious that I'm uh, wizardy because this is a baby-faced, young, like, barely adult uh, Goliath, and so uh, she's real excited about being a wizard and wants everyone to know. So, like, purple trim on clothes and things, and, you know, no armor, because I can't have armor. Um, like, if I could get, a, like, reasonably a big pointy hat, like, that, you know, okay. might do that, but they would blow off here, so. Uh, but yeah, that's, that, that, that's who I am. I walk in, I'm all excited, and I'm like, okay, I get to pick my chair, right? You know. Alright, so you sit down. Yeah. Then, the next to arrive, B. So I guess I see you, you see the tiny, you see the door open. <laughs> I mean, you're like, okay, 
And you hear like a little scurrying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm a already whoosh, excited. <laughs> a whoosh whoosh of little fluttery wings and a small cat-sized bubblegum pink fairy dragon whooshes herself up onto the table. And I was like, oh hi! Are you here for the meeting? Hi! Yeah, are you here for the meeting? Yeah, I'm here for the meeting. We're supposed to be meeting, um... I remember his name. I'll tell you his name in a second when I remember it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm... I... I approve so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and this. Well, yes. I am surprised, but also just like... What? You know, this is the best meeting ever! <laughs> What's your name? My name is Enola. Oh, nice. Um, my name is Beatrice... Fred and Vanilla Bean Pramilla. Fuck. Blithesy, Begonia, Bethany, Bonitessel. But you can call me B. Oh, okay. Well, if we're doing our whole names, um, I'm uh, Enola Sparksnapper off of Akanathi, but Enola, you can just call me Enola. Okay, That's cool. Fine. It's nice to meet you, Enola. Yeah, you too. Is uh, there any snacks here? Uh, I don't see cakes any. or drink, maybe? I haven't seen any, Have but. Have you ever heard of macarons? Macarons? No. I have had them before. Maybe we could see if I've got any here. <laughs> I'm interested to try them. In <laughs> uh, <clears throat> through the door walks a reasonably tall human guy wearing a tricorn hat and nice. long flowy leather trench coat. Tricorn hat is fur-lined. Mm -hmm. uh, his skin is kind of pale. He's got a few scars. Some on his face. What little skin you can see has scars on it. Uh, on his right pinky finger is a wide wooden ring with two arctic foxes coiled around each other on it. Mm. Um, well, you guys are here already. Uh, you yeah. have company? Yes. Uh, are you here, are you here the, for the meeting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just we just got here. Yeah, um, we're talking about getting snacks. Well, they've got food. I hope so. Start. I mean, this is I'm, a tavern. So. I'm Owen. Hi, Owen. Um, and Ola. I'm Beatrice, Brianna, Vanilla Bean, Pramilla, Bingo, Hall. Second row, right? Lucy, Begonia, Bethany, Bon, Tessel. You can call me B. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right, B. Just take a seat across the table somewhere. <laughs> what a pain making here. You, you, you consider our table. That's <laughs> the only table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just walking up and down the table. I'm not yeah. even sitting. So you just sit down and you don't do any other interactions. I'm just gonna sit there and just kind of watch for a minute. Oh. Hmm. I forgot to mention I have a gigantic um, like quarter staff like leaned up on my chair when I carry it. I don't have any visible weapons. Yeah, it's just me. All right. So Vigo, you come marching into Calvin's comfort. Come crashing through the door, yelling into the tavern about something, carrying a small tray of tankards of ale, set them down, and a tall six foot four big guy wearing heavy plate mail. It's like super beefy. Super beefy. Um, young guy, probably in his early 20s, has tattoos that kind of cover his skin in this kind of faint bluish ink. Various uh, animal bone talismans and stuff hanging around my neck. 
Hello. It's good. Drinks. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Good For everyone? For everyone. You drink. Thank you. Friends. Cheers, me. The drink is as big as B. I want to see if you drink all of that. I'll drink it all. Don't touch yourself. <laughs> and I'm going to lean against the wall, kind of on the left hand side behind like the main chair. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so, um, you can probably hear her coming before you see her. Um, there's like these just heavy footfalls. Um, until finally, um, I get up close to the, well, I, I guess you can see me walk in, um, open the door, and there's this, um, dwarvish woman, um, with a beard, uh, braided with beads and, like, metal runes, uh, kind of just placed in the, the braids somehow, um, and she's got, you can tell that she's got, um, some armor on, but she's got, like, some vestments over it, um, and they have, she's got the, I'm trying to think of what would be more visible, black or white, I guess black, so, um, they're actually reversible if you look, uh, the insides are white, but she's wearing the black side out, and there's, like, a, um, silver stitched, uh, like embroidered mountain with a, uh, like a cut gemstone in the center of one of the mountains. Um, so she comes in and sits at the table. <sighs> Sorry I'm late. I, um, those snowdrifts are, oh, they're keeping me fit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good exercise. Nico brought ale, so it'll help warm you up, probably. It was the best cure for the cold. Why are you drinking? She happily sips on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, immediately, the ale here... You've been to Luskin before. You've, you've been to south of, of uh, Icewind Dale. It has a familiar taste to this... Which is, it's essentially you recognize that the the the, the drinks here are essentially rebranded rot gut, like cheap <laughs> stuff from Luskin. It's clear that this is from south of Icewind Dale, and you look at the. You, I mean, I don't think we brought a, a like a bottle here or anything to where you can actually look and see the brand, but like you definitely recognize the taste. It's like. Yeah, this is like the cheap junk, but <laughs> here in Icewind Dale, it's about all they get, so it's like, ah, yes, F excellent quality, you're like, this is garbage. <laughs> no, Kruska, like, kind of sips it, and she's like, I see. <laughs> is this Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> Recognize this, this is, uh, they call it speckled cock. <laughs> I, uh... I thought this I was called a... Uh, I was going to say it's uh, no, Luskin's uh, best effort. <laughs> they do try, though. They try. They've got such heart. You've got to give it to them for that. I, like, flutter on my wings, and you can see that 
one of my my eye spots on the tips of my wings are purple hearts. <laughs> Following Corvusco's entrance, uh, you do see Artis Ember himself, which actually surprisingly he does have like snow on his on himself, except you do notice that he's not wearing heavy cloaks by any means, but you can see he's got snow in his hair, and uh, but he does look like he is maybe around 40, 50 years old. He's got uh, a goatee that is kind of speckled with uh, white that is not snow. Um, he's wearing kind of like basically just a tunic and breeches, and he's got, you know, he has his dagger in his belt, and which is kind of odd because everyone else that you see in Ten Towns is wearing heavy, heavy winter wear. Like, completely wrapped up, scarf, everything you can get to try and protect yourselves as much as you can. Um, at least the Ten Towners, in any case. But, he comes in, and it's clear he was out in the snow, because you can see the snow on him, and he just kind of is carrying uh, a plate with macaroons on it. And he's like, sorry, I, I had to get something from the keep real quick, but I, I see you all made it, and he puts the macaroons down. And he's like, Nice, awesome. Great. Takes, I start dragging he, them. He, like, well, hold on, hold on. He oh. takes one for himself. Thank you. Oh, no, it's all right. I'm just... <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you wouldn't believe how hard it is to find macarons around here. Very kind of you to bring. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I appreciate yeah. everyone made it. And he's like dusting the snow <laughs> off, like trying to get it off him before it melts. Well, I mean, just, I see you already got drinks, uh, but yeah, feel free to enjoy the, the macarons, or else uh, our dragon friend here will <laughs> enjoy them for you. I <laughs> pause, start. and I put it down like, do you pay, pay for these already? Yes. Okay, and I keep you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm afraid. I'm just I suppose. No such thing as a free macaroni. <laughs> oh no, definitely not. Not a nice one, Dale. Uh, true enough. Well, in uh, any case, I suppose to business then, hmm? Or, unless we want to get to know each other a little better. I've met all of you already, but I don't know if you've introduced yourselves. Tell me his name again so I can write it down. It is Artis Simber. Artis Simber? Artis. Yeah, A R T U S. Ember. Simber. 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 Yeah, got it. Okay. And I have to hear every name like 15 times. Yes. Yeah, and then you gotta spell it. And then yep. maybe yep. you probably gotta hear it again. Artist. Simber. Simber. Like Timber, except. Uh, Artist, how have you been? I've been doing alright, doing alright. I've I spent a lot of time, probably like the last couple of years down in, well, down south, towards uh, Candlekeep, actually. Most people prefer to spend their time down south. Well, they they do, and, uh, you know, there's interesting folk, not, no offense, but the folk of Ten Towns are, well, they, they choose a life that is pretty, pretty inhospitable at times, but... Hotel, just... Gives you water. 
Wow. Tinsy does not keep you warm. I'm not really a big fan of this place. I'm not either. Uh, well, I love to put her in my chest. I don't have any problem staying warm. That's what magic's for. <laughs> well, yes, uh, magic rings certainly do work pretty nifty, don't they? Absolutely. And you see, he also has one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they are, they work excellent, in my opinion. Well, it has started to be a little, a little cold lately. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't really know much about that, but it, timing seems interesting. From what I gather, it's been going on for a couple of years now. Uh, but that's not really what I'm here to talk to you about. I mean, if you find out more, great. I'm certainly interested and curious about the weather and the night constantly, but the thing that I am interested in I was spending. I spent some time down in, in Candlekeep studying specifically. See, there was a city called Yithrin uh, about two thousand years ago or so. Uh, you may be aware of. Uh, I'm not sure what, how well versed in history you are, but you may have heard of an event called Carsus's Folly, when some fool wizard decided to make himself a god and caused all magic to stop working briefly. Can I roll for it? Even yeah. Though? yeah, I also want to hit it. I'm not proficient, but I can, can I try? Oh, 25. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. 17. Automatically more than it's three. Shit. <laughs> I have a minus one. So. I remember something happening in the 25, past. 25, no. I was very young, though. 19. Man, what is it with all these? I rolled a 19, I have a plus 6. Okay. <laughs> I mean, with a, a 25, you know everything yeah. about Karsus' folly. I mean, with a 17, you've heard of you've heard of probably Karsus because he was a famous wizard. Um, at least at the time that he was alive. But, yeah, you know all about Karsus' folly. He's a Netherese wizard, and essentially... He used the first and only 12th level spell. And it was to make himself the goddess of magic. And as a result, because he didn't understand how to run magic, not only did he kill the goddess of magic, he ruined magic for everybody. <laughs> for temporarily, until the goddess of magic basically reincarnated herself. Um, but as a result... The cities of that empire, of Netheril, were all floating cities, but when magic stopped, they all fell to the ground. And so, artists kind of was like, well, I think one of them is trapped here in Icewind Dale, after reading in Candlekeep uh, some of the last locations of Yithrin. There's two opportunities here. First, as far as I could tell, nobody has found this city. That means that all of the powerful magical artifacts, magical artifacts that were created before the Goddess of Magic, put limits on magic. One's eyes sparkle. Yeah. I was going to say, my eyes are sparkling. <laughs> yeah. This is very interesting. I don't know, you probably have told you, but I've never met you guys before. Um, my background is archaeology, so... This is, this would be very interesting. That's why I need your help. 
Because I'd like to touch old stuff. <laughs> I would like to fight old stuff. Oh, well, that's why we'll need your help also. <laughs> Keep the old stuff away from me if it's alive. <laughs> all, of you have, all of you have talents that are uniquely suited to this task. One of the... Although, one of the challenges that I'm having is, of course, locating Ytherin. If we can't... I have an idea of the whereabouts, except the problem is, is, of course, is pinning down the details. We know it was here in Icewind Dale, so that limits our area of searching. But we need to narrow it down a little bit more because we could spend a lifetime searching the tundra. So uh, I happened to find out on my way up here that there was a uh, wizard also studying this. Um, he's from the Arcane Brotherhood named Dazan. So he's somewhere here in one of the ten towns. I haven't been able to find him. But if we could possibly compare notes, I've heard rumors that this guy has been studying some kind of place that was connected to Ytherin. Like, they call it the Nethery Spire, the people that have spoken with, with Dazan. Now, I don't know where this is, but if we could find Dazan, he could tell us, or he could tell us more what he learned about Ytherin from the Spire. Because I think if we can locate the Spire, we can probably find the rest of the city. Because... The so, as you know, the floating cities of Ytherin were round disks, and they had spires on, following the walls, basically, on the outside. So, the spire, while it probably fell off at some point, it can't be too far away from the actual city. Makes so, sense. reasonably, reasonably, if we find the spire, we find the rest of the city. So, the first goal is, of course, to find design. Now... Unfortunately, I do not have that great of a reputation here in Icewind Dale. People do not necessarily... Well, there are people... Like, I'm not sure if you've heard of them. The Zentarum in the town. Yes. Well, they are after my head. So I really can't search the towns because of that. And the son is a scholar? He's a yeah, he's, he's a scholar wizard type guy from uh, Arcane Brotherhood. So I know I'm asking a lot. I'm asking you to help me with this expedition. I'm asking you to also find this guy, but just just to be clear, if we do find this lost city of Yithrin. any magical artifacts we happen to find there would become the property of the finder. Of course. Yes, I had that same question. There is, there's really, my whole purpose of finding it is there is an artifact rumored to be there that I would like to use. Right, so we don't get that. But everyone else, like anything else we find, is completely fair game. What are you looking for? I'm looking for something called the Mythalar. It's a... That sounds... That sounds wonderful. Uh, it's a... It's like... A, Oh, it's a it's a, a powerful artifact, but basically, I, I haven't really mentioned this before, but the city that my wife lived in vanished, and I've been looking for very powerful magic to either find out what happened to it or to 
find a way to bring it back. And the Mithalar is the power that allowed the cities to fly. So, very powerful magic. Did you check to see, like, um, I don't know, what Baldur's Gate or Zari was doing? Because I heard lots of cities went missing then. <laughs> Sometimes the whole city This is happening missing. either concurrently or before Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah. So, people... We have not heard anything about about Baldur's Gate or El Torrell. We're real far north. We we don't get we don't get the news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling news doesn't travel very well. So yeah. yeah. No, we get one channel and it's just all snow. So. Oh my God. Even even the uh, the tyranny of dragons is tyranny of dragons is happening concurrently with these events. So that means that basically we're at the start of fifth edition. Okay. okay. Like anything. After, you know, the three books, public, uh, you know, the DM's guide and the player's handbook and the monster manual, that <laughs> stuff hasn't happened yet. Although you can use your, you know, Xanthar's guide and whatever, but... Have I'm you, sure but. my character knows about what has happened to things. Me? Oh, no. <laughs> no, but, which is kind of lame, because it's like, oh yeah, let's make references to the previous game, but the timing is, this happens at this time, and it's like, well... Okay, that's before everything. So we're in the prequel. We are basically a prequel that basically has... I mean, the adventures aren't connected, but yes. It, it would be interesting if, it, if there was like a <laughs> secret, like... Yeah, if there was like a secret, like, mega plot that connected them all, but there's not. The DDU. You could yeah, basically. <laughs> so... We could just make it up. Yeah. And artist is like, well, in any case, if you find Dazan, definitely let me know. I'm going to be hiding out at Lonelywood, basically, because, well, aside from the name, uh, I have a friend up there in a place, uh, people, you, you could just ask the people of Lonelywood, they'll give you directions, just ask them where the black cabin is, that's where I'll be at, but it's probably the safest place for myself, because I don't know if you've ever heard of the Zentarum, but they are not very friendly folk if you've crossed them. And also, uh, naturally I need a place to stay because it is very cold and I prefer to stay out of the weather. So, yes, if you can find Dazan, let me know. We can compare notes, we can figure out where Ytheran rate is. I have, I, I am sure that with my knowledge of what I studied in Candlekeep and with what he has found here, that we can probably pinpoint where this city fell, and we can plunder its magical riches for ourselves. My next big breakthrough! I could get my name in Candlekeep permanently. Yeah, I want to do this. Get my name taken out to get keep permanently. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea where we should look for this skinny wizard fellow? I um, mean. Anywhere in Tenti. Yeah, he's in one of the towns, that's all I know. Hmm. He's, he's around here. He might be out in the wilderness at Aspire. He might be at one of the towns. He has to get supplies somewhere, so I'm sure somebody's heard of him. We'll just go ask everyone, and then we'll just go outside and shout. It's on! It's on! Hello! Like that. Okay, we'll leave that part to you. I can shoot real loud. I know. <laughs> and around that time, uh, you guys hear a knock at the door. Hello? And he's like, 
Is anybody expecting anyone? I look nervous all of a sudden. Yeah. No? An artist kind of gets up and you know, you see he looks kind of uncomfortable. He has a walk right behind him. Yeah, he has vibe checks. Yeah, he's got his hand just kind of like casually on on his dagger hilt, but as he yeah, opens the door, yeah, Curtis is trying to kill him. I, if I see him with his oh, like hand by his dagger, I'm gonna stand up. Yeah, and he just kind of opens the door, and the door like kind of like opens a crack, and then he opens it the rest of the way, and you can see that it's just one of the tavern maids here, and then she's just like. I'm sorry to bother you all, but uh, unfortunately, the tavern where we're having to close for a little bit. Um, it's like everybody has to go out to the to the town square. Oh, um, okay. Wait, why? Uh, it's it's the lottery. The lottery? Yes. Mm. What's the lottery? Do I know about Do I know about those? Do you I win feel, money? Because I'm in How long have you been in ten towns? Is the is the question? Like a few months, maybe. Uh, then you would have experienced lot the lottery before, which okay. is from basically every single town has a different tradition that they're following here. So in recent times, the ten towns have begun sacrifices to the goddess Oro, who is the goddess of winter, in order to appease her and to make her basically let summer come back. Um, and so each town has been sacrificing something, and unfortunately, Bryn Shander is sacrificing people. So have these people never heard of latitude before? Like this is yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, isn't something to do with the position of the side of the moon and stars, things like that? I think does, yeah. So, Whatever they're doing doesn't seem to be working. She's a fickle bitch. <laughs> Who's she? You're sun, like, that's what affects things, right? Like, what? the gods don't do this. This is just basic science stuff. That this hair seem pretty sure. It's not. This is and how... Look, it's a cleric. Those hair Oh, yeah, okay. The gods here, so they touch you because you're so special, but for the rest of everybody, it's just science. Anyway. I don't know science. The maid just kind of waits until you guys, like, Leave. Yeah, I guess we go. If there's cookies left, I swipe. <laughs> Mage hand a cookie yeah. over here. She, <laughs> yeah, she makes like you can see that they're basically making all of the uh, people leave, and you can see that there is a um, where you can only see them as a deputy from the town who's there just to make sure that any travelers are accounted for and that they are all heading. Basically, everyone's heading towards the town square for the lottery. This is so stupid. Yes, I'm like pulling out my my um, fluffy traveler's cloak from my um, bag of holding. It's just like pulling it out and like attaching it and stuff. I'm like, this is so dumb. This is just really stupid. How are you carrying a bag of holding? It's a tiny bag of holding. <laughs> and it's the only thing I can carry. It's this big. Which is why I have to have it because yeah. I can't carry anything no. else. What's your strength score be? Uh, my strength score is four. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the clutch of holding. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can't person holding. If she, w if B has anything else, B is over encumbered. Yeah, I can literally <laughs> only carry the bag of holding and then my leather armor. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, it was ridiculous. So I was like, you can't carry this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was your starting about, weight like, is like, you're starting equipment. You're like, I can't carry this. Yeah, it puts it in and it's like, no, you can't move. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> delete, delete. Well, my delete. weapons are sub two picks. And, yeah. I, don't, I can't carry weapons. Yeah. Uh, all right. So as you guys kind of head on out, the deputy just makes sure to ask everybody for their names as they pass by. Oh, my name! <laughs> Do the whole fucking thing. There's a lot of bees. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Beatrice. <laughs> Brianna. Vanilla Brianna. Bean. Primrose. Vanilla Bean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brimrose? No, Primrose. Prim okay. Starts, okay, sorry. I thought we were. Blue to see Begonia, Bethany, Bonnetessa. Okay. Got it. I start looking around for, are you creating a distraction? Are we doing some shit? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you, you distract the cops. We'll I do that. I distract the cops just by my shit. With your name and existence. Doing. And it's like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. 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 Are, are you going to try and sneak out? Uh, I'm, I'm just sort of looking around. Like, I mean, I've, I'm very interested in doing this quest, but now we're all going out to do this. I'm like, all right, what's everybody else doing? Well, this quest isn't necessarily revolving here. Right. So this is, if you guys want to take this opportunity while I'm, like, trying to get this person to spell my name correctly, you can absolutely try to do that. Do we all Are you making a break for it? Be here for this? No, it's a Y. Y. Blithesy with a Y. No. That, that, that's not how you use common. It's not. <laughs> what's, what's, Ar what's Artis doing? What, can we see where he is? I mean, he's just kind of looking amused at P. <laughs> he just kind of. But he's not. He's, he's not, not leaving. Forward. Yeah, he, I mean, he's kind of waiting. Uh, it seems that he's willing to, uh, I guess, at least wait for this. But you guys kind of look at him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, uh, sorry, I was <laughs> distracted." Uh, Do we need to stay here for this? I mean, we don't live here. Look, I'll be honest. If you put your name in the lottery, then there's the opportunity that they will. That your name will get drawn, and that, that means that you could be sacrificed to Oro. And I have kind of a, well, I have an interesting relationship with that goddess, but I don't think that I would really. <laughs> what? They leave yeah. you to die from the cold, right? Yeah, so they tie you up to. Either they strip you naked, throw you out into the tundra, they tie you to a pole, and wait till you freeze to death. It's usually how they do things. Oh, I um, That doesn't sound very dangerous to me. Well, so, I mean, he, either way, like, you guys, if you want, like, if you avoid it, the problem is, is that you might run into the problem with the law, but if you, you know, anyway, I already have that problem, so, and then he's just like, as, as he's looking at B, he's like, I'll see you later, B. And he's like, see you later, deputy. And then he's just like, he pulls out his dagger and he turns into like a, basically, mist. Okay, we're out of here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. we go. We, we miss we a lot. I hate this town. Yeah. I'll never freeze to death, so let's just go. <laughs> so you guys start darting? Thank you. I'm just gonna casually... Very, a very tall, very tall person just trying to stealth away. <laughs> I look at you guys and I see that you guys are trying to leave, so I like flare out my wings to like kind of like be more distracting. 
You're like, why do you keep putting... I? Let me see it again, because you're messing it up. This is really important. I, I kind of You know, to, to be honest, I don't know if, if you're really even... I don't know why I'm even writing... You're a fairy dragon, not a person, so that's <gasps> clearly <laughs> not what, what, what we're looking it? for. Get outraged! I wouldn't sacrifice a fairy dragon, would they? No, I don't think so. I become like super fake outraged and just like, like how dare you? That's yeah, the rest of you. What are you doing? Yeah, do I know a place? I mean, I've been around. Do I know a place where we can just sort of? Um, I'm gonna skip I'm gonna off. Flip my vestments to the white side. <laughs> yeah. Blend yeah. mode. So, in Bryn Shander, basically for probably the next thirty minutes, everyone's gonna be in the town square while they do the lottery they'll pick one person and then everyone will be going back to business um the only thing that bothers me is there's no point in sacrificing to she's not going to stop this clearly it doesn't work so well you keep they keep trying and it doesn't work it's this isn't going to are you guys doing something? People are fools. Yeah. We're leaving. I'm gonna roll for stealth and try to yeah. just yeah, we'll turn around the building try and try to leave and roll stealth. That's <laughs> uh, I'm trying to stealth with my metal bangles and my metal armor. Eleven. <laughs> you guys are doing all good. Yeah. Somehow, I got a sixteen. Nice. Level one. Yeah. that we're trying to stealth. So. <laughs> the guard's like, hold on a second. He looks at you and he's like, I actually, just keep him. Do we have a problem? He's like, no, no actually. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I could bench press you. He's <laughs> like, I, I'm sure you could. And he's like, well, he's like sure yeah. she can bench press you. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you, I'm you two also were not a person. You two, <laughs> were, you two were already yeah, sneaking, so you didn't go yeah, over there and be like, so he's just like, all right, all right. Fine. I just walked off like I had business elsewhere. And I like, ended just like darting away real fast. <laughs> it's like when I used to skip pep rallies in high school. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing like four people. <laughs> you don't know how many people live here. <laughs> this is a disembodied stuff voice. I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I hope I didn't miss anybody. And then he's just like, alright. I'm not registered. Listen... Maybe we shouldn't be involved, but what if we snuck back and took whoever they're trying to sacrifice and just took them to a different town and we're like, oh. Then they'll pick somebody else. And they do it every month. Yeah. It's... Any name all for trying to uh, see if the, I was just going to volunteer for laundry. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. And like, I just walk off from the tundra and then I... Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it doesn't work. <laughs> See, you offer yourself. So plan. You offer yourself up freely. Yes. You go out. You're fine. Yes. 
could actually save someone, I that's think. We could have. But now we are walking. Yeah. Did you ever get suspicious? Have you ever done it twice? Did they notice? I don't know. I land on the ground as you guys start walking. I do the pigeon fast walk thing. <laughs> and then realize that I snow. cannot keep up. And <laughs> land on you. Vigo, if you'd like to try. It's up to the group. If they get to wait. I'd be willing to go back with you. Sounds like we have business. Yeah. I'm going down for you in some parcel. Well, I owe you money, so kind yes, of whatever you... Here's the thing, though. Um, we could start investigating in Bryn Shander. We're already here. Going to the next town is going to take a lot of time. And we will need supplies. So many of you have walked through cold. I'm probably okay. I will be fine. But, like, across Tundra... I haven't done it for very long at a time, but I mean, I got here. Well, we will have to uh, outfit you and make sure you stay warm. And I start, like, pulling off the plate armor. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me ten minutes. I really go with him. <laughs> it's, like, very thin oh, clothes. I'm, I'm used to working with this. I can assist. There you go. So then it takes five minutes or something if you assist, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And then I'll walk back towards the lottery. Okay. I guess we're going back. No. Oh, you yeah. guys just meet me on the left side. Yeah. Oh, alright. Okay. We don't want to. We're not part of Alright. So, Vigo, you head no. back. I will say, everybody's going to be gathered around the same place at the same time. I mean, Could we're going to get some information. Might not be a bad time to talk to people. Might not be. We'll find this. Just this guy we be standing out there. Dazan? Is that his name? Yeah. Possibility. It's good to talk to the person that was taking down the names. Also, if yeah. even if one of our names got drawn, we could hand off our things to another person, and we could go find that person later on. That that's true. If you follow in uh, his footsteps, so to speak, and uh, just go quietly, like they say, apparently you can.
into the tundra. Yeah. Go quietly. Yeah. What the fuss? Well, what if they? That's... What if they decide to do the one where they tie you up, though? No one. Have you ever heard of burning hands? No. Isn't that like uh, eczema? They call it eczema, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a spell. Your hands set a fire. You set a blaze, whatever your point is. Oh, that's okay. true. They wouldn't be able to keep me there, probably. They just turn on your, your magic button. Off. <laughs> <laughs> they get you with a paper flip. Uh, so what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Walk towards the I'm standing back. You, yeah. So I guess I'm walking back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you guys head back towards the town, uh, to the town square. So, Brinchander is a walled city built in a circular pattern on top of a hill. So, the town center is basically at the very tip of the top of the hill. And Brinchander has about probably three main roads uh, because it has a gate to the tent trail which is basically a southern gate. It's got the northern gate which will take you up to some of the other towns and it's got a gate on the east side that will take you to uh, basically East Haven and the towns to the east. Um, so you head up. Uh, fortunately for you this is not much of a trek because Kelvin's comfort is pretty close to the center of the town. You walk out, you can see the cobblestone town, like, just, uh, I guess, center here. Normally, it is open with uh, carts and various things for sale. In recent times, the carts are empty, and this place is usually equally barren in recent times as well. Nobody stands outside willingly basically in the temp the average temperature right now is negative 50 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit hmm. so it is freezing cold right on the edge of what these magic rings do <laughs> so it is it is absolutely frigid I start shivering I'm not really well condemned I have travelers warm clothes but I they're in the bag of holding because you can't wear them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all, are you all right? Do you want to? You could get like right here. Oh, I yeah, have. Let's get them over okay. there. Yeah. All right. Okay. And all the like the fur and stuff up here. So just sort of like put you right here. I like <laughs> do the thing where like the cats claw you even though they're not trying to. It's like oh sorry. Fine. I have eight HP. I'm fine. <laughs> no cats deal one d four damage. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is B. So, as everyone is heading up here, um, I'm just going to turn my ringtone off real quick. <laughs> okay. It does, the guy who's collecting names, is he writing names down and putting yeah. on, and like, on slips of paper to pull or something? Well, he, he was writing them down on basically like a, equivalent like a notepad, like a detector notepad kind of thing. Should I steal it? That's what I was about to do. Yeah, I can still sell good. Go for it, man. You're Yeah, I mean, especially you get over here, there's more than one deputy. So, there are several deputies. And 
you can see that they're gathering towards, uh, there is a stage kind of thing set up. Uh, it's not much of a stage, it's like a platform that's maybe like raised uh, maybe one and a half feet that has like like a step or two for people to walk up and stand on. Um, and you see uh, a few people like making their way up the stage, like they, the deputies, yeah, they have handed off like the the papers to them and they have like a sack kind of where they're putting all the names into uh, and you see um, a rather young looking woman uh, but she's dressed in I guess really fine clothing like it's really fine it's got a just kind of beautiful like mane around the her cloak and it is heavy though as well but it's clearly like almost basically like noble in quality which is kind of rare here like a lush fur trim yeah. kind of thing yeah and it's kind of it, it is extremely rare here in branch because this is basically the frontier like you look at everyone else's clothes leather mm -hmm. it's leather and skins basically undyed <laughs> yeah undyed everything's brown or tan and uh or white if they're covered in snow um, and next to her, you see, uh, I guess it's hard to miss. Even in the darkness, you can kind of see the glint of the metal star on this dude's chest. Sheriff of Bryn Shander standing next to her. And you see all the deputies, like, handing the stuff over to him, and he's the one holding the bag. And he's, he's a big dude. Not quite as big as Vigo, but it's clear that this guy is... Uh, he could probably put up a, a decent fight if he needed to. Like, and all the people of Bryn Shander are kind of gathered here. They're all kind of standing around the courtyard, all looking towards the stage. And it is completely dark. There is no moon. You can see the stars, though. But other than the torch lights that everyone has up, it is dark. And But even so, it being dark, it's kind of a weird brightness to the area, which is the light reflecting off the snow makes it kind of like, it's pitch black, but at the same time, it's like dim light. Like, it's basically, because of the snow, it's brighter than it actually is for some reason. And it's a weird effect where it's like, there shouldn't be that much light, but it's like, I don't know, it just works. I mean, I experienced it myself yeah, when it snowed like a reflective here. Aura. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it was it was really wild and I was like, It is <laughs> it is nighttime, it is so bright outside. Yeah. But that's Dude, when it what's happened happening. here in February? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was so weird. You walked outside and it was like, Why is it daytime light? Like, <laughs> like it's not actually daytime light, but it, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's kind of the, the deal going on right now. Uh, especially because of all the torches. With um, everything going on, uh Kruska is gonna use vigilant blessing on herself. Okay. Vigilant feels blessing. nervous. What does that say? I have advantage on my next um, uh, initiative roll. Oh. Sure. Wow, convenient roll for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. I, I triggered it. Be, I'm sorry. I want to be on the lookout. So I see from what you're describing, all of the notepads are getting those names put into a singular pouch, right? Right. So I'm, I want to clock that pouch and wait until a name gets pulled out of it, and then I want to snatch it whenever, like, they discard it, put it aside because I don't need it anymore. Okay. Well, then they, like, 
put it aside when they don't need it? Yeah. Okay. So, so like after the after the poll. Alright, so I'm just keeping my eyes out. Uh the the young lady in the finer clothes, like you can hear that she has a rather commanding voice and as she calls out it just kind of immediately starts growing quiet. As she goes she's like, Alright everyone, settle down and everyone kinda of just grows quiet and she's like Alright so you all agreed to this, you all voted for this, the other speakers in Ten Town agreed to this as well. So we will now begin with the lottery. So and she just kinda sighs and she looks the mayor or the sheriff holds open the bag for her and uh, she reaches her hand in and someone rolls. It's me. Roll a D one hundred. Percentile dice. Would you like to roll this ball? Just for novelty. Try not to try not to roll it on the floor, but <laughs> Yeah, because it's that light plastic. Can you read it? The very, very top. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. It's like a golf ball. Have you yeah. written all the names down and then put <laughs> Yeah. I have one hundred names. Alright. And then so she draws a name and she goes she says Oscar Casfall and you see immediately kind of like the crowd kind of like part around, this, around this dude and it looks like a young man like probably 16 years old doesn't really even have a beard on his face and he's like you know he just has a scared look on his face he's like but, but and then she's like she just kind of, uh, at this point, you see her, she takes this paper, and since you were kind of eyeing it, she, like, starts to put it back into the sack. So, uh, you go after it at that point, or? Um, one, like, if she has the sack, is she gonna, like, put it down? Like, I'm, wa I'm not gonna try to snatch it out of her hand. Well, she puts it back into the sack, and the sheriff has it. Um, the sheriff, though does seem distracted because he's ordering the deputies to Okay, get the and I will try to snatch, since he's holding something, I don't know if I want to like do a nice snatch replace something, so he, or like make him drop it and then distract him, whichever seems like it would vi be viable. Well, it was nice having a bag of holding while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this bag of holding you can't put any of your stuff in. <laughs> walk over towards Oscar. Okay, so you're basically... I guess you're seeing Vigo also move, so I think you probably would be like, maybe there will be an opportunity. Yeah, if he no, does if, if you start going to do something, then I'll wait for it. I just keep an eye on the bag to see if there's an opportunity for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep an eye on what what everybody else is doing, like the rest of the group is doing. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what. Describe your actions, the rest of the group. I'll head towards Oscar as well. I'm going to make my way towards the stage to get closer to the sheriff and. Support. I jump thing. on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And you stay. Your head is above the crowd. Actually, yeah, it's hard so to be. Everyone at. knows where you yeah. are. Yeah. So I'm. I'm just sort of. Uh, you know. Triangulating. <laughs> yeah. I try just to be like, oh, okay. This is outside my realm of expertise. Uh, <laughs> which is also sixteen books. year olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hmm? Have I ever 
read like a novel where this happened? What? Is, I think I'm supposed to. Not bad. <laughs> See how loyal you guys are now. Yeah. Yeah. So the sheriff does come on over, and he actually ends up. He does end up putting the the bag to the side. So he puts it down, and he comes to, walks down. Walk around beside him carefully. As I walk around casually. Can I slide a hand it? Sure. Yes. Is anybody looking? Uh, right now, everyone's kind of looking at Vigo, the big buff guy, who right. is standing in front of the... I'm going to use my... So I'm stand, I'm standing around, I just, I'm sort of like this. I'm going to cast a message to the sheriff, and I'm going to say... This is oral. You shouldn't do this. I don't want this. <laughs> Make a deception check. The wizard's like, I can change fate. <laughs> this guy seems like an idiot. I can change fate. <laughs> oh, and it's, I'm trying to be a little bit distracting so you can do what you're doing. So maybe if he's like, what the fuck? Then. <laughs> yeah. Do I have advantage for this? Yeah, you definitely get a yes. Deception. Mm, plus zero. Okay. Fifteen! <laughs> that's not... Twenty-five. That's not bad. I'm rolling all right. Yeah, basically nobody sees you snatch this. And then I, like, tuck it into your arm. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's enough to make the sheriff stop and go, what the fuck? Yeah, then, yeah. As he kind of looks around for a brief moment, and he's just like... Sees your head. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, and I'm just like, you know... Hmm. That poor kid over there. Wow, that's rough that he got his name pulled. He's with, like... With my insight, would I be able to tell that it looked like he heard something? And that... Uh... <laughs> oh. Probably. Uh, I mean, he stops and like kind of is like, what? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try to like kind of stand off to the side and use my shortness to kind of hide the fact that I'm trying to do thaumaturgy. Um... To have whispers of like, don't do it. This is bad. You're trying to fucking spook this town. Yeah, that's not haunted town. Yeah, everyone's like, I just like whispers of like doubt. Like, I I don't know. Only he can hear, or is it like audible for others? And the sheriff stops and he goes, All right, very funny. He goes, It's not like I haven't heard of magic before. <laughs> and he goes, That's fair. If you haven't any problems with this, tell me how you're going to solve the winter. How are you going to appease the goddess of winter's wrath? Bring not back the like summer? This. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. It's probably just lonely. That's not how winter works, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really not. Have you heard of climate change? <laughs> hey, come on. I know Icewind Dale's usually frozen nine parts of the year out of ten. But, but this is the tenth part, goddammit. <laughs> we haven't had a tenth part in two years. And it gets colder every day. Times are rough. I understand this. But instead of letting this child walk into the cold, let let me do it. The sheriff kind of looks you over and he goes, Wow. You're a ragged man, I can tell. You can probably survive naked in this snow. And he points to one of the posts. 
I mean, if it makes you feel better. Anybody object? I object to the lottery. <laughs> Look, it's been it's been legislated by all the town speakers. Everyone voted, agreed to this. Well, they, they, they should probably be up here then if they think it's going to work. I mean, it seems like they're not very confident. Uh, the, t the circle of all the basically town speakers is each speaker is a mayor of all the towns, and they kind of come together to make the rules for the who, town. Who voted total. for the mayor? Who voted for the speaker? The people here in this town. Did they? Did they know that you were going to vote for this kind of nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> I go up to somebody, did you vote for this? Yes. I heard you can have a Fine. recall election. <laughs> I go back. I'm like, come on, let's go into the corner. I start like rifling through the things. People turn into monsters in the cold. So, they like, uh, awkward deputy kind of walks towards you and is like, uh, I guess I gotta tie you to the stump. <laughs> yeah, no, let's do it, little man. Okay. <laughs> it's like, so they strip you down so until you're stark naked in the snow. And they tie you to a post. And after you're secure, the sheriff kind of checks the bonds. And he just kind of nods and he just goes, You saved the life today. And they pour water over your head. How long are you going to last that way? And everyone starts dispersing afterwards. And they all start leaving. How, how long was he going to be alive in that kind of cold? Like, looking at it, I don't know, medicine check or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah make a medicine check. Do you cool. want to compare notes with me? <laughs> yeah, I ask you. <laughs> what do you think he's going to look at? I don't know. Uh, some medicine check with advantage? Yeah, if you are... I'm I'm together. not I'm not proficient to that. Okay. Oh, okay. So don't do you can make your own medicine check. But you yeah. can make your own medicine check. Because I just ask you. I'll do one too. But twelve. We can make educated guesses. Eighteen. Okay. So. Um. So twelve. He just got water dumped on his head. That's not good. Yeah, but he seems you bad. You can see that there is now an icicle on his nose. <laughs> and that bad. is like... Yeah, yeah, it's 50, if it's 50 below, <laughs> this is, this is a, an emergency. Yeah, and uh, although when you're... You know, outwardly, you definitely recognize the dangers. But then you kind of see him and... It's like... He doesn't seem that concerned. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean... Like, how, how concerned are you? How would you say that you're reacting to this? I'm trying to lick the ice cube. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he seems real worried about it. <laughs> well, I, uh, I... Let's not let him die. Um, Wasn't intended to. They, do they... Do I know, from having been here for a while, like, if they tie somebody up, they die, then what happens? Do they have an official thing they go get him, or just be like, okay, he's dead, I'm carrying him off to bury him, bye. Uh, yeah, the next morning they untie him, and usually people are dead, so they bury you. So there's never been a case where if they untie you and you're still alive after the sacrifice. Yeah, there's so, nothing to do with that point. <laughs> I mean, it'll be new territory that's never been uh, traveled here in Bryn Shander, so... Uh, what will they do? They've never done it before. It's never been. It's never happened before. So 
Is it? But is anybody guarding? Um, not really, it, okay. because despite all things aside, uh, Bryn Shander, despite being like the large of the ten towns, is still like small town enough that everyone knows each other and nobody like uh, goes out of their way to like break the law against basically their neighbors who they all know. Yeah. So, you know, everyone, this is the kind of place that people leave their houses unlocked and stuff because everyone just kind of knows each other. They probably have Canadian accents or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, they all, basically, just the community faith is that, you know, this is the way, this is the law, so nobody's going to untie him, and that's the assumption. While they do have deputies, I mean, clearly the deputies, like, are just... They're more like volunteers that just kind of like are like town are are, are more like uh, was it like neighborhood watch more than uh, people who are yeah. ready to you know calm a riot or something. So these guys are just kind of like neighborhood watch. The only dude who's like actually a, probably a trained swordsman is the actual sheriff himself. So we got a couple of Barney fives really. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys, like, if you just stand there, eventually everyone just leaves, and then you're sitting there, and Vigo and you are standing there in the town square by yourselves, and he's tied up to the post with icicles, like, hang out of his hair <laughs> yeah. and face, and he's just trying to lick his nose with the... Right, we'll just, if nobody's there, I'm just cutting down. Yeah. I'm just going to sit cross-legged in the snow across the room. Huh? I'm sitting cross-legged in the snow across the room, and as you go to cutting down, I'm going to say, you know, if you do that, they're they're quite likely to bring the boy back out again. Oh, I mean, I can't come down. I'm just start like clawing at the rope. Am I claw at the rope? So what's our what, what are we doing here? You should go investigate. Ask questions. Look through the bag. You're not going to die here. Uh, probably not. How long do you think that it will take for you to die? Yeah. A morbid question. This, this is a pretty morbid question. It's a valid question, though. And I'm going to start rocking the, the pole I'm tied to and try and rip it out of the ground. Nemo, <laughs> get off. <laughs> naughty. He's like, no, naughty. Get in the box. <laughs> so if we're looking yeah. through the names in the. Oh, yeah, that's bag. what we're doing. Yeah. What's the. Okay. I'm gonna make an investigation check and tell me what are you looking for specifically. Um. Okay, I want to look for two things. I want to look for Azan's name, see if he's okay. here. I also want to know, just for my personal That's information, smart. if the um, sheriff and the fancy lady whose name I did we ever get her name? Uh, I don't think you heard her name, but it's easy enough to ask somebody and they'll tell you her name is Duvessa. Okay, so I look for the sheriff's name and Duvessa's name. Uh, 18. Alright, so... And is on. Uh, are you doing this like out in the middle of the courtyard? Nope. Or, I'm uh, doing it in the corner and then I get him okay. to like sit someplace and I like do it in his lap. Okay. <laughs> you can like so, crawl under a porch. And do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because okay. I can just like go underneath and say, I can drag a little thing, like a little yeah, raccoon. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that works. So, uh, as you look through it, uh, I would probably say that even so, uh, there is about a population of a thousand oh, people geez. here. 
So, reading their names one by one to look for a specific one, and basically doing it in a way where you don't, like, have to, like, accidentally mix them up, like, people who you've looked at already with people that you haven't looked at. Yeah. I'd probably say that does take a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, probably 30 minutes to an hour easily. Okay. Um, so, with that, that does... And having to decipher some people's poor handwriting. <laughs> this is the pile of Jeff's. Like, this is not, no, 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 no. Yep. So, wait, this is a John. <laughs> yeah. over, the, over the course of the hour, you're able to sort through, and you do see Duvess's name in there okay. eventually, and you also do sh- see the sheriff. Sheriff Markham's name is in there. Okay. Um, so their names are also in the lottery as well. Alright, um, I feel better about this. But as you come through and you look through every single name... You do not see Dazan in any of them. Okay. So he's not... It's clear he's not in Bryn Shander. Um, I emerge back, and I look around, and I blink, because the sunlight, or the snow light, is bright compared to being underneath the thing. I'm like, where's everybody? Uh, Dazan's not here. I see you are. Are you still alive? I think so. Do you feel like you're... How do your fingers feel? Cold. Can you wiggle them? Do you have like a magic something that keeps you from getting dying of cold? Naked. I mean, you could still have magic something. <laughs> Maybe I do. Okay. Um. Where's everybody else? <laughs> I look yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just tell you that essentially that like you know, I don't didn't find his on. I'm probably off like, to the side somewhere, kind of keeping an eye on the situation, and, um, kind of just going through, like, a, some sort of, like, meditative exercise. You can see me doing, like, certain, like, hand gestures. Okay. And I'm like, so what do you do? <laughs> Sitting cross-legged in the snow, across, like, talking to you. So what, what exactly enables you to resist the cold to this degree? Well, I'm fairly large. I noticed that. I grew up uh, north of here, in much colder place. I can see how that would do it. Yes. I didn't know there was a north of here. Vaguely, it's only a few miles north of here. I also grew up north of here. Maybe I didn't realize that if you were large and north, that... Uh, large just... and north will accomplish a lot in North Wendell. <sighs> <laughs> Just everyone everyone I knew was large and from the north, so it didn't seem weird. North of here is large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of see. Well, I kind of want those furs that lady had on. I the get furs, bored and then I try nice. and rip the pole out of the ground. Okay, I'm making that flex check. Hmm? 24. Uh, yes, you pulled the whole pole out of the ground. <laughs> Keep in mind, the ground is frozen. Like, the earth is frozen solid. Like, just digging through. So, so I just the ice, it. yeah, and everything else is on top of it, and you just... <laughs> the rope doesn't give out, but the pole does. <laughs> kind of shuffles, see if I can, like, get the pole. <laughs> yeah, and it... Oh, like stands up and backs up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After pulling, basically ripping 
the pole out of the ground, getting out of the... Basically, when you pull the pole out of the combination of being tied up to it, it becomes much looser, uh, the fact that you're no longer tied to anything, and you're able to just take the bonds off. Then I'll sit down. I just don't want to be tied up. Yeah. You just, like, slide the, the ropes down the pole until, like, lifting them up. You just, like, shimmy them down. You sit down. Are you planning to stay here until the morning? Until the morning, yeah. If I'm asked, uh, maybe we should find the kid who is going to be sacrificed and ask him questions. About maybe. What? Well, we might know where Dusan gets supplies, if he gets supplies here. How would the kid who got sacrificed know? Well, I don't know, I just figured he would owe us. Oh, but, um, Kids know things. Okay. Kids got their noses and everything. Do I know where we would, like, where magic supplies would come from? Uh, a local wizard? As, as far as here yeah. is, there's not really magic supplies in Icewind Dale. Uh, you may run it. Basically, most of the magic stuff that you get is usually, like, coming across another wizard and trading. Okay. There's not, like, this is the magic ink store or whatever. Yeah, there's <laughs> not. I mean, you might be able to find paper and ink, but not necessarily, like, ah, oh, yes, these are ingredients I need for spellcrafting. It would be like, well, you know, there's another wizard that was traveling. It's like, hey, do you happen to have, you know, bat guano for fireball? Right, yeah, let's just find like, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna like walk over to you and say, um, "Would you like some holy water?" And I'll offer you a flask. <laughs> I'm good. I brewed it myself. <laughs> oh, it's brewed. <laughs> it's mead. It's got like a little bit of a maybe there might be a little bit of like a berry flavor to it. Yeah, just down it. <laughs> Alright, what are the rest of you guys doing? And so we have Vigo just like sitting here naked in the yeah, town square. And the rest of you are just like, everybody's just I have sitting no idea here. what to do What's now. What's happening? Can I have a sip of that? I finished mine. <laughs> do you have another? Um, <laughs> I'll have to set up some more to brew. But, uh, I look like some tasty holy water. <laughs> yeah, this is the dwarvish holy water. I take, like, I tried to do what you did to look cool. <laughs> And I gag and spit and cough like, that's ah, really sweet. It's <laughs> really surprising. That's wonderful. You brewed that yourself? I did. It's better than the piss ale here. Shit, watch and sell it. You can make a, can make a living <laughs> up here. Well, uh, hell's adventuring. We're starting a business again. That's gold so. in the bottle. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, my family owns a meadery, so. Mm. Wow. I love eat. And they say, <laughs> and they say a uh, a good dwarvish cleric um, who's worth their salt should be able to brew some good holy water. You put salt in your meat? I do not. Oh. It is a turn of phrase. Okay. I've had salt in meat before. So, well, you guys are kind of just sitting around. Salt water happens. This is really boring, and I was thinking that we should make plans to go to a different town. Yeah. Yes. She travel. We could ask around here a little bit more if we want to. I don't. I think. I think our odds of finding this person here is very low. So if I could have my things back, 
Chander's here. So these are the roads, the commonly traveled roads. So this has the road south. The path south, though, is com is because of the cold in winter, is incredibly dangerous. So heading south is basically a suicide mission. Heading south is more cold than the north? Well, heading south means you're heading into a frozen pass. Oh, that's um, not Oh, mm -hmm. you're going to a higher elevation. Okay, that makes that's sense. That's what... Yeah. Ah, you're... game wall. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, basically... Sure, I, <laughs> I mean, it's... it's You know that the Spine of the World mountains in the winter oh, are it. incredibly dangerous because if you speak above a whisper, you can cause an avalanche and you basically get yourself killed. I've also heard of frost giants potentially being somewhere in those mountains. Mm. Yeah. What is this drawn kind of gives me vertigo? Very, oh goodness. It's because of that weird elevation bumps that yeah. get everywhere. That's oh, really good. Yeah. So you guys are here, Bryn Shander. So there are uh, I guess ten towns essentially. So uh, the, <laughs> the two pathways really would be uh, up here to Targos, Bremen, Tourmaline, Lonelywood, or you can also come down to the to the east and south, which is East Haven, Cairdenaval, Cairconig, uh, Goodmead, and Dugansville. So these are so we want to go to the closest one. So the roads go to if we want to go east. The first Targos is the closest big one. That's yeah. a bigger city, right? Yeah, we, we should go to there. Targos. So been to good mead and trust me it's a lie <laughs> over by i think it's by tiff yeah. there is a uh scale yep the right here. oh so i believe it's only like Large two miles to targos here we will need to have like yeah, if you um behind you there is a green ceramic thingy on the underneath that box Okay. Okay, I, never mind. Never, Just don't worry about it. Yeah. A thingy, you know. <laughs> never mind. Don't worry about it. I'll use this. Because we'll need to have if this is if we need to use the, the what's it called more frequently, then we're gonna need something that's not well, sometimes mobile. Yeah. Alright, so head to this lovely town. So on the roads it's a lot more quick to travel. So you have an eight-hour travel day that you can travel. It is currently about 1 p.m. Um, on roads, you can make some pretty good time. Uh, you can travel about four miles per hour on foot across a road. Or, excuse me, uh, sorry, on foot two miles per hour if you have a dog sled for. Mm. I was going to say four miles. That's a fast march. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two miles per hour on the roads. Yeah. Um, so with that said, uh, basically you can 
take shortcuts, but it will, I guess you only have uh, an eight hour traveling day, so you might end up in the wilderness somewhere. And also, there's no chance of getting lost while you're on the road, as long as you follow it. Yeah, I don't think we need to take shortcuts. No, None of us are it's rangers. about That's ridiculous. an hour's <laughs> walk to... Sure. Yeah. People are wading through a lot more snow than I'm equipped to wade through. Can we get a dog sled? Maybe. I have no objection. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody have any money to pay for it? I have no gold. I don't know. Wait, you get How much money do you have? Then I will pay you back once I make money. It's just I was really hungry. You can't tell me that I can't eat just because I don't have money right no, now. No, of course. I always pay for food if you need it. Okay. I'm just giving you And this jewelry, which is really cute. Look at it. <laughs> I got that too. All right. Leave. Are you showing off your uh, puzzle box? Hmm? Are you showing off your like trinket? No, I was showing off just like a random jewelry. Okay. Do you know each other? Before? Yeah, we have met and she needed drinks and I like buying people drinks. So. Oh, it's very nice of you. And I also, I, I did not tell full truth in the town, but uh, I was born uh, in the worst blizzard we'd had in a long time. And uh, Ariel's night and she blessed me with uh, resistance to the cold. That's bloody handy. Yeah. It seems to be. I kind of roll my eyes quietly, but I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it means you keep your extremities when you're naked out here. It's yeah. very handy. All my people resist the cold. If you didn't, you wouldn't live, so... I've heard that about plants. Yeah. Oh, I just thought you guys were warm-blooded. I... I mean, we're, we're pretty Being warm. So big, you got those big hearts. Yeah, well, it's up in the mountains, so it's windy, and... No. You just you don't you don't live if you're not can't keep warm. Most most of the people don't even really wear like I'm wearing more clothes than it. It turns out though, um, just because I can live with like less clothing and things, doesn't mean it doesn't feel nice to actually be warm. So mm -hmm. uh, I think they would disapprove, but I've kind of gotten used to wearing like, shoes and um, a cloak. Having a fire, sleeping indoors. <laughs> it's nice. They don't know what they're missing. Alright. So, yeah, they're heading out to Targos. Uh, that is a. So, as you begin to cross the tundra or the roads here, it is completely frozen. Like, roads are frozen over, snow, uh, just very frigid weather, very glacial. Uh, as you're kind of walking by, you do see a, uh, you end up crossing a path of a tree that happens to be along the side of the road, kind of frozen, no no needles or anything on it. Uh, it's kind of a more pine tree type area, but um, on it has, I guess there's something that stands out to you guys as you're passing, which is... Um, a rather gruesome sight. Uh, it looks like that somebody had been essentially stapled to the tree yeah. and they had been kind of cut their sternum open 
and uh, yeah, and they have a uh, arrow through the dude's head. So, does this look ritualistic? Uh, yeah, make a religion check. That looks gross. That's what it looks. Fifteen. Uh, it is. It is ritualistic. In fact, it is a uh, what you would expect of an orcish tribe. So some orcs probably were in the area, ran into a guy, and just killed him and flayed him like that. Uh, Stuck him to the tree. I'm looking around. It's just the work of orcs. With my orcs. No orcs. perception. <clears throat> Seven. <laughs> so at, at the Great. very least, Vigo and uh, Enola would know that there is a local orc tribe called the Many Arrows. So you guys have... Your people have fought them before in the past, or come heads against them, so you know that they exist. Another one less I know. Who here has who here has trouble seeing in the dark? I think I have dark vision. I'm not sure. If anything happens, um, I can share my sight with you. Where is that information on here? Blessing of sight, I suppose. Features and treats. It might be under senses. Owen just or says a cursed and primordial. Okay. Apparently I don't have dark vision? I thought I did. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, that would be feature, features and traits. I don't have dark vision either. I think that I did. <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense. That's kind of odd for a fairy dragon. I don't know what uh, I'm supposed to. Or I can't read this. I don't know. Do you want me to look up the... No, because it's different. Yeah, well, we have we'll a stat block on D&D. Yeah, we'll look at it would have it would have shown up if it was. Yep, nope. Yeah, I was, I was going to look at it on D&D Beyond. Oh, okay. Stat block, but okay. No, not the stat block. It's not the stat block from D&D Beyond. It's a custom thing. It's a custom race. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I figured there's going to be similarities, but either way. Alright. So. Um, I'd like to yes. hurriedly move on from this. No, I don't think we should stick around. Let's get in. Do so we want to, like, I, I go and search the pockets and stuff real fast while they're talking about this thing. Um. Imagine the orcs yeah. probably I do picked over him already. I'm already not even there. Why is he had the chest open like that? Do I have any insight into what this, like, what it means? Uh, so for the eight, real quick, for the search, this is incredibly gross. His clothes are completely bloody, and you stick your little... I tried to. And you're like, like, ah, and you feel... Like, you immediately feel your claws, like, come into something squishy, and you're just like... Mm, frozen oh, blood, yay. That's all that I want to do. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't see anything. B, that might be dangerous. It's also disgusting. Also that. So, it's... With a 15, it's not, like, super detailed, but you know that it's supposed to be reminiscent of an eagle. Mm. Um, which is, you know, orcish line of thinking... I don't know, but that's kind of what it is. <laughs> it has some sort of significance drawn a parallel with eagles, but I don't remember the specifics. Uh, 
Oh, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, that, that's it just... means it's a warning. Should we? We should move. Yeah. Leave him there as a warning to others. Mm. I suppose that's one way to look at it. Well, you guys continue your travel. Um, it only takes you two hours on foot. So you end up arriving around 3 p.m. at, uh, at Targos. So, kind of like Bryn Shander, this place is surrounded with a wooden palisade. It has a wooden wall. Um, however, Targos is actually, despite like showing a little bit distance from the lake, it is on the water. So it is partly connected to the water. Uh, so they do have uh, somewhat of a fishing industry here, and you can smell this, the uh, the scent of the fish. You can definitely smell it in Targos. It's a fishing town. Um, although, for the most part, if you gaze up on the lake, the lake is not... The lake gazes on you? Yeah, the lake is mostly frozen over, and there are not many uh, boats, but rather you do see people out on the, on the frozen water, and... You know, they seem to be sitting on stools with, like, fishing rods into little holes into the water. And, you know, it seems they're cutting into the ice and trying to uh, fish, ice fish. Um, so, and the people here, unless there's someone who is doing some kind of work, are huddled inside. So you're not seeing people out on the street. Um, so you will occasionally cross... Uh, somebody carrying something, you know, you see like a person like with like, I don't know, some lumber kind of walking uh, or, or some such, or maybe a fisherman like kind of hauling a catch down the road. But if they're not working, then they are not out in the street. The only people, you know, there's no kids playing out here. There's just, you know, no old guy smoking pipes, like <laughs> heckling people. <laughs> All the decent folk are inside. Is it because it's super cold? It is freezing, mm -hmm. maybe okay. 50 degrees. I mean, think about us during the freeze, just <laughs> under, like, blaring yeah, pajamas, staying to... under layers of blankets. Like, and, and it's exceptionally cold for a cold place. It is no, no degrees outside. I just recalled that, the, are you wearing winter, uh, winter am, clothing right now? Yeah, I'm wearing winter clothing. Okay, I'm good. casting Spare the Dying um, on you. Every <laughs> <church>. <laughs> No, so. because it was the thing, it does come with traveler's clothing, and it's, yeah. it is winter clothing. It's just not like, I would not survive going out into the tundra for yeah. a whole long time. This is just like bare minimum winter okay. clothes. Gotcha. Everyone pretty much should already have winter tundra clothes already, but mm -hmm. if you don't, don't uh, then you will potentially be suffering from the cold. Okay. Every once in a while, I like go and change to a new person's instead of body heat. Yeah, I tell you, I'm like, you can always get here, or I have a big, I have a big book that's like on a harness right here that you it. could probably lay on top of. Nice. On the thing, just the, you I know, and you just be right thing. there. Yeah, exactly. You could be sort of like inside the cloak, and I'm warm, and you know, so it would be okay. I loaf every once in a while. I like peek out. Yeah. Uh, I also don't mind if you get behind my neck and under my hair. <laughs> it can be under my beard. <laughs> I have no preference. I do that at some point too. I just like move around. It's every once in a while, like, pop out real fast. You're like, <laughs> so, has anybody found any good travel games yet? Because, like, I could think of some cool games that we could play while we're walking. Travel games? Yeah. How about we play... 
Steam Cloud. Have you played Steam Cloud before? I not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so are there any clouds in the sky right now? You look up, it is dark. There there are stars. Okay. Okay, well, as soon as It is 3 p.m., but it is, <laughs> it is nighttime. Same. Hmm. <laughs> well, same cloud is a good game. How about we play. I spy. I spy something. I close my eyes. So I don't like look at and indicate what I'm looking at. Something white. Is it snow? Mm-mm. Is it ice? Mm-mm. Is it my vestments? Mm-mm. Is it fur? Mm-mm. Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> Inside check. Inside check. Roll a deception check. Oh man. So Eleven. <laughs> I'm very clearly mad. <laughs> You are passed by a barking dog, actually. <laughs> Just running through the street and then... Not towards us? I mean, you are walking from basically the road mm -hmm. into Targos and a dog just zooms past you. Also the coming town. from the road? From, from the road, but from kind of like... In the town. A different... So there's one gate in Targos, but... Uh, the road goes from Brinchander, but part of the road can, you know, as you can see there. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. It can also come from oh, Tourmaline. Yeah, okay. And so Termaline. this this dog just kind of bolts in, like, from probably the other side, you know, from a different direction of the road, but just passes you and just kind of is running through the streets kind of wildly. Does he seem to be headed to a specific thing? Is he... I'm making an I zoom. I follow him. Okay. I, 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 I check this dog. <laughs> I'd like to look... Um, past where he came from to see if there's anything chasing him. You look out into the just Smart. dark and cold and snow. With my and 300 feet of dark you see, oh, yeah. You see road and tundra. Okay. That's good. I mean, that's better than seeing a whole bunch of orcs, for yes. example. Yeah. 14. Uh, I mean, it's not... You've... you've You've probably seen dogs before, hunting <laughs> dogs. Yeah, we, we, have, uh, we have dogs. They have like dogs that are. Dogs. I guess the thing is, is that you're still domesticating your dogs. <laughs> they are. I don't know. They have dogs have a certain behavior, and this one was probably acting scared. Okay. So I follow. Okay. And yeah. so B zooms off after the dog. Oh, okay. Mm. Um. You see a blur of. Uh, I guess pink and heart wings, like <laughs> as it kind of eventually leaves your side into the pink, like merges into the darkness, chasing after this dog. Oh, yeah. she sheds glitter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> glitter on me now. So those the, are her wing scales. So the dog runs through the town and eventually ends up at uh, kind of like just a regular homestead, like it's a log cabin. It's kind of on the small side, but you can kind of see they have um, like a, a shed to one side that looks like it's some kind of work shed. Uh, currently, everything's kind of closed, but the dog comes up, up to the door and is like scratching on the door and barking. 
Carlton trying to basically get into the into the you know pawing at the door, open the door kind of thing. I go land on the roof so that way if somebody opens the door they don't see me. Okay, and you eventually do hear the door open. He's like, "What boy? What are you?" He's like, "What are you doing here all by yourself?" And the dog's like, just kind of whimpering. He's like, he kind of looks out, and he's, you just kind of see the guy like step out for a second, look around, and he's just like, he's like, that's not good. And he heads back into the house, and he's just like, you just kind of hear him as he's closing the door, and he's like, let's get you warmed up. But he's like, he's like, where's everyone else, huh? And he's closing the door. Okay, I zoom back. Okay. Well, um, so. The dog apparently had left some other people with that he was with. Oh, it no. didn't turn into a person. I've seen that happen before where there's an animal and it turns into a person. But that didn't happen. So I can show you where the house is, but I don't know if it's relevant. I just wanted to follow him. I was just mm. sitting around a lot for two hours. It's a good call. Could have been Azon, shapeshifting. Yeah, right? Hard to tell. Wizards. Mm-hmm. Being a wizard. The dog went, went to get help, and then didn't get any help, it seems like. Well, I mean, it was a dog. I couldn't really, like, be like, hey, walk over here, please. I thought that that might happen, but it didn't. Hmm. He just made sad dog sounds. Well, that's what they do. You ha Or they turn into a person. I, I suppose that's possible. Um, or they talk. In one case, they turn into a much larger dog. What? Weird experience I had. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody have such? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes over a period of time, they do turn into a larger dog. No, no, this yeah, was they start out little. A really this was quite small. small. One. <laughs> they start out really small. Yeah, like, yeah, I've big. seen that. It's called a good dog. Like, <laughs> you feed it. You get a massive puppy. It'd be so funny to just walk up to this person's house and knock, knock, knock. Hello, we heard you have a problem. Your like dog to cried. To your dog. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could play it off as being psychics. Oh! We're psychic detectives. Yeah. That's our new cover. Sure. Pink is a very psychic color. It's like you have a pink aura. I have a really pink aura. That's right, Spiper. Yeah. Really shows people you, you know what you're doing. It really shows people that I care. Sure, I'll go with that. No idea what this happened. We're supposed to go talk to the dog. I think we should probably go talk to the person the dog went to. It's been like two and a half hours since I had anything to eat. Just FYI. Do you like one of these cookies? What kind of cookie is it? Whatever we had in the tavern. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you guys head over to the to the house. Yeah. Yeah, we'll head over. Sorry, you head on over, and as you're arriving, you see the guy kind of like. He's gotten, like, his cloak and stuff, and he's putting it on, so it seems that the delay between when B was there, came back, and now you guys are arriving, he had probably gotten dressed and was basically getting ready to leave, but the dog is there, and it's still panicking. Um, as you can get closer, you can see the dog actually is wearing a harness, a leather harness. Um, and not just that, but the leather harness looks damaged. Um, 
Is this like a sled dog? No. That's what it would seem. Oh, okay. And the leather harness seems to be snapped. Uh, and you see this guy has kind of like a worried look on his face as he's like heading out of the door and he closes the door behind him, he looks at all of you and he's just like, Oh, uh, can I, can I help you? Oh good, you're ready. <laughs> you're ready to go. We just got into town and we noticed that the the dog was distressed. Oh, yeah, what? So, yeah, boy came back by himself. Uh, it's, see, he's one of my husband's dogs. Um, mm. My husband's a, well, he's tracker times, like guide for some people. Um, so, a few days ago, he was hired by some adventurers to go up to Kelvin's Carn, up the slopes, not to the dwarven place itself. Right. And, um, well, so, I mean, Garrett liked to play things safe, so I knew he was going to head over to Kerkonig, and they were going to head up to Kelvin's Carn from there, but he also took six dogs with him. Boy was one of them, and he just goes and kind of pets the dog. I'm, I was about to go see what I could do to find somebody to help, but how long ago did he leave? Uh, a few days ago, like a couple of days. Like I'm, I don't really keep track of time too well, to be honest. What did, what does your husband look like? Uh, I mean, last I saw him. It's huge, just the absolute biggest, bushiest beard you ever saw. Better than mine? Better than mine? I, I mean, <laughs> I have to, look, I'm a little biased personally, you Fair. know, because, yes, but he's a very handsome man, and um, he has a very attractive beard as well, but uh, very rugged as well, he's used to the cold, but I mean, to be honest, I don't know how you would recognize him all bundled up for the tundra. That's fair. Was he stapled to the tree? Uh, Does it sound like, like a guy? The guy at the tree was not, like, okay. he did not have a big beard. He was not he was attractive outdoors. Yeah, he was not attractive. He was not um, lumberjack. I mean, we weren't seeing him at his best, to be <laughs> fair, but... I mean, it didn't look like he was shaved by the orcs, at least. Um, we'll just say that he was a clean-shaven dude, but the orcs didn't do the shaving. Gotcha. So. Uh, been a short quest. We're here to help. Really? Uh, that's some mighty providence. God smiled upon you today. Well, I I can't say I have any money to pay you, but I I'm a scrimshander by trade. Perhaps would you like some work done? Maybe. Yes. I would appreciate that. Oh, sure. what? Scrimshander. What's that? Scrimshaw. Oh, it's a uh, bone carving. Like I can. I don't I'm know if you'd like a. <laughs> Not yours. I can make like a a grip for a dagger or some kind of trinket, maybe, if you're. I don't know, just, if you bring him back alive, just let me know uh, what you'd like, and, or, or at least, even if you just find his body, I guess. Uh, we have a quick question. Do you know 
a wizard by the name of... Azan. I can't say that I do, but... I mean, Garrett was with some adventurers, and they tend to know wizards, I think. Mm, that sounds like our best lead so far. All right. um, Where should oh, we start? Uh, so, I'll tell you, this is the boy here, and he kind of passed the dog. You said they were on their way to Karakonig? And then on to Kelvin's Cairn? That's right. Karakonig, they're going to cross the tundra to Kelvin's Cairn. That's so far away. It, it is. Kerkonuk seems like the best place to start. But then. you could also you could also do it the other way, which is going from either Lonelywood or Termalane and just cutting across the tundra instead of. But the roads would be a lot safer. But what would he have done? Well, he was playing it safe. He took the road. We should take the road then. Uh, and I confess. Something happened on the road. We'll find it. Uh, I. I'm also friends with one of the proprietors of the Luskin Arms Inn, so uh, if you ever find yourselves in Targos again, just mention my name and... Well, we probably um, need to sleep here. We only have a small window of travel on, and it's already like four, right? Yeah. Well, it's dark all the time, so... Yeah, but we still have a small window of travel, according to the actual mechanics of the rules. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. Well, you have about an eight hour... Like, you can, you can push past that, but... Keep in mind, oh. you risk tiring yourselves out traveling through gotcha. the tundra and the, the cold and stuff. So it's it's perfectly fine to go beyond an eight-hour trek. It's just, you know, you, you just keep in mind what you're risking. So this is basically the eight hours is the safe travel. Mm. Yeah, okay. So we if you... for two, correct? Okay. Yes. So we have six hours left. Yeah. So how many? How many? Um, Should we have to go back to Bryn Shander? <laughs> I can't be seen there. <laughs> yes, I don't think any of us need to be seen. No, there. I think we would be going on this trek around. No, the it would lake. be going through Bryn Shander. If we're taking the road, like what we're talking about, mm -hmm. you go through Bryn Shander and then up here. Oh, I see what you. Yeah, because but no road if we don't want to go through there, then we will go through here and cut through. Do you have dog sleds that? Um, uh, can go through the tundra? I mean, Garrett took them, so we had dog sleds. Are you the only people who have dog sleds here? There, I mean, you could probably find an axe beak, maybe. Somewhere, in, probably in town, has one, likely. Uh, I mean... Interesting. You were saying something about the dog. Well, I was going to say that Boy is really smart, so if you want to take him with you, he can probably help you find him when he's scared. He knows what he smells like. If he, he yeah, I know. Can, can do of course. Like so, a, yeah. Can he travel now, or does he need to sleep? And he just kind of looks at... And he's like, uh... He just kind of looks down at Boy, and he's like, How does right, the dog boy. look? The dog... It looks like it's a little hungry. Mm -hmm. It's on the thinner side. Um, so, from... It's all, but it's only been a couple of days, so he's probably gone uh, a part of that without eating. So, at some point, either where he was or on his way back, you know, he basically had nothing to eat until now. Okay. Should probably get him something to eat before we go. 
And he just goes, alright boy. Because he just kind of pets the dog and he goes, you gotta show these folks the way, okay? And the, you know, the dog doesn't actually act like it has any recognition of his language, but it seems kind of like panicky and it's willing, you know, it doesn't actually seem to have a preference. It will pull at anybody who is near it, like, as if to pull you to go. Yeah, it's got the, the sled dog drive. Yeah, so it's like, kind of like, it, it's, it wants to go back. It's clear that it came to get help, and it's trying to pull you with it. And so he kind of like nods and he goes, well, it's clear that he's going to show you the way. My name's Keegan, by the way, just in case. I don't know if you were... Keegan and the the Garrett is it? Garrett's my husband. Okay. That's right. I'm Karuska. I'm a cleric of Dumathon. Oh, pleasure. It's, it was nice to meet the dwarven folk. They're very pleasant whenever we come across them. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Before she starts, I'm Owen. <laughs> Owen nice to meet you, Owen. What's your say name is? Kieran. Uh, Keegan. Keegan. I'm gonna give the dog a little bit of jerky. Okay. Yeah, the dog will eat the jerky and then proceed to tug at your, you know, like <laughs> at your coat. I'm amazed this dog made its way home instead of just going like, "Well, I live here now." It's like, <laughs> are we going to go through Brinchander again and stay on the road, or are we going to try to cross the? You should stay on the road. Okay. We'll just run through Brinchander real fast. No one was outside. It should be okay. Let's we'll disguise you. This is a good idea. You can wear a blanket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be under it. <laughs> okay. Do we have enough food supplies? I don't think I have any rations. So, yeah. so far you have not had to food use any food supplies. No. Fairly scarce, right? It is pretty rough food-wise, um, but fish, you can definitely fish for for free. If you want to over here. I allegedly have ten rations in my bag. Okay. I think that's just part of the uh, standard kit. Are you serious? I didn't so it would be two hours back to Brinchander, and to travel to the next closest town on the way that you're going, which would be uh, East Haven or Caradineval. So Caradineval is ten hours, and East Haven is seven and a half hours. So from Brinchander? East Haven is a little bit closer than Caradineval. Yeah, from Brinchander. Mm-hmm. So you technically don't have to stop at East Haven, but it would be a fewer oh, okay. hours of travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd probably be a good place to travel more. It'd be a good place to call a night, essentially. And we can look for a wizard friend. Yeah. yeah. We were going to be tra- traveling to these places anyway. Um, we know that there is a in here... And again, I don't have any food. Doesn't anybody else? You have one day's worth of food, so I guess we can try to refuel at East Haven. Is that what our plan is? Yeah, and I have, I have, I have enough food that I can like feed us like once. But after that, it's gonna start dwindling really fast. So okay. yeah, so I have maybe one day of rations. So yeah, yeah. We'll keep an eye out on the road. Uh, maybe we can find something, a reindeer or something. Okay. Alright. Let's go. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. All right. I can hunt with Hitch with Hitchbolt. 
I can oh. I can hunt with fireball. Which bolt are you using? Oh. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> okay, I want to call time out real quick because I want to make popcorn. Time. Mm. You don't get any answers for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You get a popcorn. I do have spells. We could use spells to hunt, but I also have a warhammer. Smash. <laughs> Splat. Yeah. Now we have flattened yeah. rabbit. Tinder is it? And axes. I have hand axes. We can tinderize, we can butcher. Maybe yeah, the warhammer is. So do you have oh. that outlander treat? Yeah. Yeah, so I can scrounge oh, food. Outlanders I can I can do things like that. But like if the if the caveat on this is like if food is available. So it's the lakes, there's food available. And on the road, it's probably more like uh, lichen and yeah. like Hardy plants that can survive the snow. So. Ew, kale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's. I'm sure it is slim pickings, and I'm like, all right. Technically, we can fish. How about I teach you all how to do that, like that proverb, so I don't have to. <laughs> but I do know how. Brewer supplies. I'm proficient with them. You probably have brewer supplies because you made holy water recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's part of why you go clang clang when you walk around <laughs> while carrying a still. <laughs> yeah, I should have brewer supplies. Yeah. Um, I have a dulcimer. <laughs> you know what's funny is I always think of it, that instrument as being something different than what it actually is. Yeah. Like I'm like dulcimer. That sounds so graceful, and I look at it and I'm like, this is. Okay. Big ass xylophone type thing. Yeah. I guess that can be an instrument. I will stick with using lutes for all my characters if I have to pick one. At least I know what that looks well, like. Well, it's a percussion instrument. I thought that would be, you know, but dainty. I think Xanathar's Guide, I don't have it on me, but I think it said that, um,. Brewer's supplies can let you, um, like you can make, like, basically you can purify water with it. Probably. Um, because part of the brewing process is it, like, you boil stuff, so. Yeah. Please enjoy popcorn noises. Or no, if you really want to enjoy the popcorn noises, I'll leave it in. Uh, I can, I guess, turn them off to save batteries or something, I guess. Uh, Alright, almost, almost, and we're back. Okay. Oh, oh. so Bimo. <laughs> Welcome back, Bimo. It's just your character. Alright, <laughs> so as we left off, you guys were making plans to travel. We're gonna hustle so, through the town so, we just left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. alright. You guys begin your trek then, yes? Mm -hmm. Um. Are we gonna, yeah. Oh, did we yeah. gather food first? No, or? we decided we were gonna end the night in East Haven. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wait. East Haven. We're going, we were going to end the 
in East Haven, gather supplies there, and then set up for care. That's pray. right. Okay. Okay. So, you head back to Bringshander. Another two-hour trek. Mm -hmm. You have to find... Fill your time with something as you're crossing the tundra. It is cold. You can feel the frigid air just... just Any exposed flesh almost feels like razor blades in the wind. Like, that's how cold it is. And you reach Bryn Shander, and without issue, you travel through Bryn Shander towards the other road. <laughs> uh, there's Basically, there's nobody even outside, so nobody sees the fact that you've passed through Bryn Shander at all. Uh, and... Then you begin on the road to East Haven, which is a seven and a half hour trek. Oh. So we're gonna be a little over. So that it will put you over if you want to change your mind. You've been traveling for four hours. It is currently six p.m. So you probably arrive. Uh, one thirty in the morning. Be fine. Yeah. Like one thirty. Yeah, but we'll be have walking we'll an extra four hours mm. of our travel. Do we want to sleep in Brinshaven? Brinshander? Yeah, I don't know if we're doing yeah, this. Probably. With this dog. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Can we get the dog to relax enough, or do we need to like kind of tie yeah. him something? No, you can. So if you you will have to put tie the dog up to something. Oh yeah. But inside. Uh, but if you yeah. if you do put you know put the dog to a post, it kind of just kind of lays down. Okay. I'm done. Come inside if we're going inside someplace. Wow, thought who? Okay. So, you head back. Uh, you stay at... Is there an inn that we can stay at? Yeah, there is two inns. There's the Kelvin's Comfort, where you were previously. And then there's also the North Look Inn, which is on the north side of town. Uh, the... Basically, this place is right next to the gate from Targos. So when you on the road from Targos to Bryn Shander, Northlick Inn would be the closest. Oh. Let's maybe hit that one. Mm -hmm. Like not get into town really and Yeah. Whoever's the least recognizable, most normal person to rent the room then we'll all sneak in. <laughs> so Northlick yes. Inn is an interesting you place. Um, it is a little bit rougher than Kelvin's Comfort, which has a uh, I guess appeal for merchants and stuff, um, but for the North Look Inn, uh, basically the people here, they they definitely look like more shady kind of people, like mercenaries, uh, Zentarum kind oh, of people. No, we're so, shady. Yeah, so I guess it's the perfect place. You fit right in. So. I mean, as you come in, there is one thing that kind of definitely sticks out of this place, which is they have a fish on the wall, like on a platter. Like, think that little bass thing. That, like, the big half billy yeah, bass. <laughs> except it, says, it has a gold placard, and it says Old Bitey. Old Bitey on it. <laughs> and it is on the wall above the fireplace. Weird. Oh. How big is it? It is a full-size knucklehead trout, so it is huge. It's basically as big as a person. I don't care for it. <laughs> How old is it? I mean, it's got scars on it. Like, this 
this knucklehead fish it's got a scar on its head uh, and it's got like what looks like stitches across its belly so kind of interesting I mean like like taxidermy? possibly I mean like how old is the sculpture oh I was an archaeologist yeah why don't you how would you how would you determine this what kind of skill um first I would pull out my prized magnifying glass okay and fly up there with it Okay. Which I can carry with it, just for I did check. So you as you approach, <laughs> as you approach and you get close to it, it like flips half of it off the wall and <laughs> begins to sing. Oh my god. There's a place I like to go. I love the road slow. Where it is, I don't know. Must be under all the... No, I listen for any clues. Things cursed. Those are the verses it says. There's a place I like to go farther up the river flow. Where it is, I do not know. Must be under all that snow. And then it goes back to its position. Well, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it the most. I That's a cursed enchantment. Yeah. And the income innkeeper goes, "Well, I think it's funny." Well, I think it's bloody hilarious. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, he's like, "You don't know half the story about this damn fish." Okay, well, tell me the whole story. All right, well, I will. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, old bitey. He goes, this fish was notorious for taking. Many people's fingers, and he holds up his hand, and he's like missing three fingers on his hand, and he's just like, not just me, but he's like the he's like the Cast Falls, he's like the Barrow Whites, all of them, because everybody, nobody who is a fisherman around these parts who who has family doing the fishing business who ain't lost a finger to Old Bitey. If you talk to anybody's grand, they lost a finger to Old Bitey if they've been out in the waters. I guarantee it. This fish is out for man. He is out for flesh. Or at least he was till we got him. And I had him stuffed and stuck on the wall as as payback for all the lives he's ruined. How did you get him to see? Oh, there's some wizard who came by and did an enchantment for me one time. We gave him a traded him a ring that some fancy fellow with a Panther statue left here some time. It's a panther statue. Do we well, know what he's talking about? We never really, we don't really have panthers in these parts. So, I, have you seen a cat? Yes. Once. Kind of looks like that, except it was a statue and kind of small. It was holding it. Mm. So, so I mean, you know what his name was? Uh, I mean, I have no idea, but I actually didn't see it myself. But everyone says that he had it. I wonder how big the statue was, if that's the defining feature. (laughs) Was he just walking in a giant statue of a panther? Well, I mean, I didn't actually see the statue, it's just that everyone knows he has it. Everyone knows, so it must be rather large, right? I find this very confusing. He was like, Hello, my name is John, I have a panther statue. (laughs) He could do that. Or it could be a very tiny statue that hangs from his hat or something. (laughs) Or he just like, Continually holds it up and just like is doing like this. Yeah, he possibly is just like he walks around like this all the time. This is my panther statue. I'd like you to meet it. Uh, like you to meet it. 
<laughs> I never saw it myself, so. We it know. Wasn't like you that. said that six times. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, he wasn't holding it like that, saying, "Would you like to meet my statue?" Or yeah, or you would have seen it. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you did see him. Yes. Do you have a name tag? <laughs> no. Part of his reputation, I suppose. Stop giving the poor guy a hard time. Um, hey, do you, have any, do you have any nice snacks? Snacks? Mm -hmm. Wow, we got poached fish, broiled fish, fried fish. Which uh, of those are cute? And he just kind of like looks for a loss of words. Yeah. Uh, fried fish is tasty. I'll have fried fish, please. Alright. Like, he just goes, Hey, fried piece of that knucklehead trout that you caught! And he yells to the back and they're just like, <laughs> Or some guy like called that. <laughs> Anybody else? Like a room and fried fish all around. Alright. Well, it's been really cold lately, so we're. Just so you know, we've been. I know you're kind that you don't necessarily always have the coin, so if you don't necessarily have any coin, that's fine. You just gotta pay it next time, okay? So I understand how the life be. I used to be an adventurer like yourselves until I got an arrow on my knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really you got married? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. No, I I literally got shot by a mini orc or a mini arrow orc in my oh, knee. Uh, yeah. That happens well, a lot. That kinda ended my career, but in any case. So how much for the fish in the room? For the fish in the room for five. Um that that's gonna be a silver piece. I can How many rooms did you want? Two. Two rooms? Well uh I will give you two rooms for uh how about we say six silver and Food as well, included. I, I can cover that for tonight. Cheers. I've been doing some odd jobs, so. Let's put the fix aside. Lost count of. I will pay them six silver. Okay. Kind of takes in. You know, all right. Your meals will be up in a second. He kind of takes it and goes back. You know the. I don't know, like register or something. Put it in the book. Uh, good old medieval register. <laughs> he makes the sound himself. Cha-ching! He's like, I don't know. But they'll make that sound on their own someday. <laughs> All right. I can feel it. Yeah. It's going to have this enchanted. To make the drawer open. Yeah, it's, uh, oh yeah, that's exactly what's going on. doing this motion. Yeah. Cha-ching! And the drawer opens. Ching! All right. Same so. wizard that enchanted the fish. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I want to I learn magic and then not use it for anything useful. That's pretty useful. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't have a character that did that, just <laughs> enchanted things for oh. real dumb purposes. I'm the silly bullshit wizard. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm basically All a party clown. Enchantments are not that great, but they're really convenient for life. <laughs> Make a blow-up balloon. And like, this is a bidet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Well, I'm going to put this right here. We don't have to move it. Okay. 
so as you guys are kind of sitting around the table waiting for your meals, uh, you do see uh, a band of dwarves kind of enter from the cold. They are all covered in thick, thick furs. And they kind of, one by one, three dwarves step into the into the tavern. You hear them kind of arguing with themselves. They're like, they're sitting there, like. You left Ubok out in the cold. And they're just like, it's like, oh, and I think you would be the one to talk with the Yeti, huh? And they're just like, well, that that doesn't give you, that doesn't mean that we should have left him there. And they're just all kind of going off, and they sit down on the table. Yeah, but what are we supposed to do now? And they sit down at their own table, and they continue to kind of bicker about abandoning some guy named Obak out in the in the in the cold. Do I recognize the name? Uh I mean make a perception check. <clears throat> um sixteen? Uh I mean you do hear mention of Battlehammer clan, which you are familiar with because that is the primary family of Kelvin's Karn. Mm-hmm. The famous one, you know, as you're aware, like your ancestor was great friends with the kind of patriarch of the Battlehammer clan. So, um, as you're over listening to their conversation, you kind of pick up on the fact that they are from Kelvin's Karn. They had been traveling from Kelvin's Karn. They were bringing uh, basically iron here to trade. Okay. And they apparently got attacked by a yeti and apparently from what you can t- what you can infer from the conversation the arguments that they're having uh the yeti killed one of their crewmen their people and they abandoned the sled with all the iron out in the snow Ooh. and they are now here and they're kind of arguing like you're gonna go back and get the iron from a yeti and they're just like they're just like <laughs> the thing was Three times taller than a dwarf. Twice as, as sturdy, too. I'm gonna walk <laughs> over there. Ah, cousin, why don't you have a seat? Thank you. Um. Sounds like you were having some trouble out there. Aye, we're survivors of a task force that was going to bring some iron to trade with the towns. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you. Might have overheard our arguing a moment ago. Uh, Yeti surprised us in the snow. Damn things blend in with their white fur. Couldn't even tell. He popped out of the snow. Ripped his arms off. Well, we weren't too keen to stay around to find out if he was going to take ours too. But Was this... Um, was this another one of our folk? Or... I use a dwarf, you know, Obuk. Okay. He's one of the younger battle hammers, but it's too bad. Oh, that's a shame. I. It do be, but it'll be a shame even more so if they find out that we didn't deliver the iron. We were, um. You said you were coming from Kelvin's Care. I. Were you using the roads? Uh. Nay, we just traveling straight from Kelvin's Cairn to to Bryn Shander. We have a there's a there's folk dwarves who run the Black Iron Blades down here in Bryn Shander. Mm-hmm. They've been 
that's where we take our iron. Uh, Garn the hammer, he's called. Well, but Garn ain't going to be too happy when we tell him we ain't got his iron. Well, what happened to the iron? It, it, it got left behind because it got attacked by the Yetis. Oh, they're yeah. Yeti. Not just the first one. Ah, well. We're actually on our way um, to Kelvin's Cairn. Um, ah. We'll be heading out tomorrow. We're actually looking for another um, missing sled team. Interesting. Well, I have I a question. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> what is this thing? Oh, <laughs> he, he, like, is, uh... like he hears your voice and he's like turns to like answer and he's like whoa what the <laughs> <laughs> what is this strange pink understandably not expecting would you be monetarily interested in mm -hmm. us retrieving the iron for you well uh would you say and he pulls out a gemstone one of these maybe I have uh, event, or I can identify those things because of my thing, my background. Sweet. How much is it worth? <laughs> he, he's holding up a gemstone worth 50 gold pieces. He goes, well, no, fine, how about, and he pulls out, he's like, I got one, at least one for each of you. Yes. Okay. Oh, sure, I mean, fine. hold on. And They're generous, so be your Or, <laughs> he heard the man. He said the Yeti was three times and wider than dwarves. I want to fight it. See? Okay. Yes. Yes. See, I'm kind of with you on this. I'd like to see it. I would like watch you fight it. Yeah, I'd like to see it from a distance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like my my cloak has Yeti <laughs> fur on it. On I did not get that for like, myself. <laughs> we have to complete the job first, baby. Do it's we, only fair. Can we get instructions on where where they left it? Uh, you have a map? I have Cartago for tools. We were, I am an outlander, so I am not I know anymore. about things. Okay. <laughs> so we were... Uh, it was on the road, not necessarily the road, across the tundra mm -hmm. between Kelvin Skarn and Bryn Shander. So somewhere in between. I Can I say the exact location? Was it closer to here or closer to Kelvin Skarn? Thank you. Uh, like if we were to say there was a halfway point. I mean, best I can say, probably halfway point. Like, we've been traveling for some time out of Kelvin's car, so it wasn't, uh... It was faster to come this way than to go back? Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. That's safer. Weather has been looking too good lately. We've been seeing the stirring in the sky. Uh, cloud's been moving pretty fast. Mm. Makes me think the winds are about to pick up again. Are they in this conveniently named Dwarven Valley? <laughs> well, I mean, that's where we live. Dwarven Valley. Kelvin's Cairn. That's where the Battle Hammers and all of the others take refuge from the winter. You know, it might be faster for us, too, if we were to cut across to the valley. Mm, faster, more dangerous, and then faster. cut across there, it would be, be much more faster than going by road, it looks like. I'm going to need warmer clothes if we do that. I can't go out like this in the time jump. Um, 
Actually, that might make sense because if we if we were to go out um, from Brinchando, travel through the tundra to the Dwarven Oof. Valley to Kelvin's Cairn, and then to there, we could take the road back, and we could sure. search so for both around, yes. both sleds. Yeah. It's mm. about fourteen miles, fifteen miles. It would take time, but we don't have to tackle the whole thing in one day. Mm -hmm. We will have to get um, We can't rescue anyone if acclimated. we need rescuing ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to get our less acclimated companions acclimated. They bring the fried fish plates out. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's got some uh, mashed like root vegetable, not necessarily potato, but it's like some hardy plant that can survive the winter yeah. that they <laughs> yeah. tried to make it Arsenics. edible somehow. I fucking love mashed turnip. I'm gonna take um, some of the uh, mashed tuber or whatever mm -hmm. um, and I'll put like two dots for eyes and make like a little smiley <laughs> on one end of the fish and I'll be like, see, it's cute. Oh, that is cute! <laughs> Same potato. Innkeeper, uh, do you know where we can get warm clothes and rations for travel here? Ah, uh, sure, down marketplace. They they have a few stalls still selling uh, leathers. A lot of hunters still come and try to ply the trade, although not so much anymore. But you probably still find some because some hunters got to eat too. They will trade their furs and on exchange for tools, metals. Gold will work just as well, I suppose, but... This is good information, thank you. Mm -hmm. I cannot probably be seen in the market at the moment. Probably not, wouldn't you eyes. Yeah, no, we'll <coughs> you here. That's they might right. not recognize you if your clothes are on, but, you know. Well, well to be fair, when you're outside, you can't recognize anybody because they're completely, like, bumped <laughs> up. So you Look, a person in a parka. <laughs> unless you, unless you, like... War name tag. Yeah. yeah, war name tag or like said something to somebody who recognized your voice. You probably won't be recognized as long as you're wearing clothes. Just a slouch. Alright, then I'll go get some clothes and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm hustling out there. Alright, so we head on over to. Uh, really we quick. feed the dog too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll say that that's covered in the expenses that's far even paid. Um, I'll just give them the fish bonds. In this world, it's not dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, I it's mean, chicken bones that they have a problem with. Fish the bones, they just crunch. Yeah, when the fish bone is the size of, I don't know, like a human arm, like, it's probably not as dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably not getting fish bones at all. We're just we're getting like fried mm -hmm. flank steak. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tuna. <laughs> yeah, it's more like steak of a tuna. Dogs are omnivores, yeah. so yeah, give them some protein, give them some other stuff. They'll be okay. Do like he's bread. Yeah. Yes, dogs love bread. They do, but but it's like you you think you want that, and then you're gonna throw it out. So no. Really? Sometimes. Well, as you get into the. 
They Some can. dogs have a gluten allergy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Certain species of dogs, like uh, German Shepherds and Huskies, they allergic to gluten. Do we have to feed. We have to feed zero yeah. grain-free food and stuff because she can't handle. She's very delicate. She can eat an entire possum. Bones, mm -hmm. fur, whole thing, all that, that's fine. Um, a little bit of grain might make her sick. So, like, <laughs> it's, I mean, she's mad about it because she used to get like pizza crust occasionally, and then well, she's doing it. Winter does not have a problem with that. Oh, she's that's like, good. She's eaten many of my sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Zero does not acknowledge that it makes her sick, but it does. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Cheese. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, she can eat so you guys, if you could find pretty much anything in the player's handbook here in Bryn Chander, okay. uh, when there is special winter clothes designed. nets. Well, <laughs> I have no money. Yeah. So you could f buy special winter clothes for crossing the tundra, which is 10 gold a piece for our set. You can buy crampons here, which will help you, like, climb and stuff and cross mm -hmm. the ice. Uh, you can buy snowshoes, which will increase your walking pace. You can also either rent or straight up buy axe beaks and dog sleds here what at Grand Shander. Uh, it is a... Think of a chicken, except it has an axe nose, kind of. Oh, it's an animal. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's also, um, it's, well, I think it's based on... On chocobos from Final Fantasy, but yeah, that's beside the. Uh, it's it, it's a type of um, prehistoric bird. A dodo. Chocobo from. Uh, no, uh, pre dodos were actually. Um, Post historic. Yeah, um, they were around still in like the 1800s, um, but these these were big. They were around around like the Eocene period, which is just after the dinosaurs died. Hey, do you know that people... I worked in Paleo today. Mm. People helped um, make lemmings go instinct by literally throwing them off of cliffs because there was a myth that lemmings threw themselves off cliffs. And so in order to make a nature yeah. documentary, yeah. they would throw lemmings off cliffs. Yeah, they would hurt them Disney off cliffs. Disney documentary. Yeah, that was yeah. The, the big famous disturbing. Disney thing. It was like, they, yeah, they just killed a bunch of lemmings for... Did they actually go extinct? I don't, I don't think they're actually I don't extinct, think they're but extinct. they killed a whole bunch of yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Global needs winter clothes for B. I think it would probably be cheaper for B because it is. <laughs> put you in a, a tiny. <laughs> put like, you in a in a they basically, case. Just put me yeah. in one of these guys. Yeah. Like a little yeah. dice. Basically, yeah. if we could get like a nice leather fur-lined bag. Mm -hmm. I still need to be able to fly. Oh. Well, nice. just put holes in it. I don't think we have money for mounts or or dogs. Probably, but no. we have snow shoes would probably be useful. Mm -hmm. Snow shoes would be good. Um, if we get skis and some rope, this dog can pull some of us. <laughs> Do you think there's anything here yeah. that like people perhaps are not using, like metal that could be traded? That somebody could s just you know trade it to them, like if they weren't using it, and I traded it to the people who wanted it. Insight check. <laughs> So what you're suggesting is we go and uh, sort of lightheadedly acquire some metal that someone's not using laying around? Yeah, I'm just suggesting. Uh, Suggest the metal. <laughs> I'm suggesting. So I have this old <laughs> box. Like, um. The, I don't think I can use it here. What is it called? Remanagement of Resources. I think I read about that once. <laughs> okay. But you, so the, when we're talking about like the metal, they're talking about more like 
stores of ore and stuff? It is, uh, like iron ingots. But, like, what they're trying to trade for, that's what they want? So, um, what they're... So the dwarves are bringing iron ingots, yeah, if no, that's I what that. I'm talking so, I was talking about the... Because you said the hunters would be re- willing to trade for tools, etc. Yeah, so, basically, finished goods, uh... Things, basically, things that they need is kind of what they would trade for. So yeah. if you're able to obtain, like, tools or uh, something else that a hunter might be interested in, they they <gasps> might be interested in they might be interested in maps. Although you have to also think that a lot of them live here, so they probably know it by heart. That's true. But what if um, I want to tell somebody else about that? But they might be interested in alcohol, which I know you guys can make. That's a good point. How long does it take you to make alcohol? I'm pretty sure that's like a month-long process. <laughs> so make some real fast. I mean, it depends on the alcohol. Because certain things you can allow to ferment. Overnight? But it's real cold here. So I have to have it sitting by like a fireplace or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but some things you can ferment like overnight. Okay, well, so, the holy water you have in that flask right there would probably go for a pretty penny up here. I mean, we have a business for a reason. So. <laughs> How many flasks do you have? I'm glad you enjoy it, though. Um, so technically, I only have one flask of holy water okay. uh, in my inventory, but making more, like minus the blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Uh, I mean, since it's almost like a literal holy water, if you could pull off the ceremony, you could probably get it overnight. Someday <laughs> using you'll have your brewery tools as a <laughs> basically focus. a spell component. Yeah, the spell focus. <laughs> I don't have ceremony prepared, but um You know what's really hilarious is I don't even have cure wounds prepared, so I couldn't heal anything <laughs> get the main healer. Wow. And I didn't think about that until just a few minutes ago and I was Why like do you have prepared? What did they teach you at seminary? Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Um, so for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? Command? Command sounds good. Yeah. That's saved people before. I um, command you to heal. <laughs> <laughs> I command Feel you better. To stay. <laughs> it's like those, uh, the charismatic churches where it's like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to heal. <laughs> You've seen this before, right? Uh, okay, this is the thing that was driving me crazy earlier, because, like... It doesn't work very well. I have Sacred Flame, so cool. I've got a damage cantrip. I have Spare the Dying. <laughs> and I have Thaumaturgy, which is mostly just, like, special effects. Yes. Yeah. Um, you never know when you might want to change your eye color. <laughs> you never know. Or, or have haunting whispers or earth tremors. Um, I have bless, command, protection from evil and good, and then the stuff I always have prepared is fairy fire and sleep. No, so no healing. I can protect you from stuff. You should probably have some. I can make you more likely to hit stuff. You should also keep that. No. Okay, I'll buy three sets of winter clothes. You have gold. I have gold. That would be. 30 gold, although for, for B is it's probably off? like a silver or something because it's just like, oh yeah, like a, a glove or something that can fit over B. You just like cut we a hole for the wings. We get a baby yeah. onesie? Yeah. We cut little holes for the wings. You're in a baby onesie. Yeah. 
Lindsay now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. You guys are just like dress up with my character. Yes! <laughs> Absolutely! <laughs> I've got my little um, antenna. My fairy dragon like antenna. You're thing. a mascot you're character. You gotta have what? a costume. That's true. No, I'm good. I got, I'm good. <clears throat> I zoom up. So you're still buying three pairs if only like two people need it? Yeah, I'm I mean, just one buying for the, the mini. So one for okay. B, one for the dwarf. Mm, I'm good, because I get my ring once. Oh, okay, so I'm just buying one. So that'll be one point ten two. gold and a silver for B. Okay. And then snowshoes, how much are those? Is it? So, uh, I don't know, just, I sound like a die fell it somewhere. It does, um, it did. A die fell somewhere. I can't, I don't But I don't, I don't think I'm missing any dice, so... Alright, in any case, Phantom snowshoes dice. are two gold uh, per pair. Each. <laughs> I walk at 25 feet per round. Because right. <laughs> oh. I am a dwarf. Snowshoes for everyone except me. I can cover mine if yeah, I have some gold too. too. So. Got the starting. Just hold on to, you know. Yeah. Okay. All these rich bubble characters. I've been working. Okay. I have a little bit of cash room. My, uh, my speed, my walking speed is 10. Well, you can buy the rations. But I took them a little so that's 20. <laughs> so everyone buying a set of snowshoes, it's two gold. Okay. And you can add snowshoes to your inventory. Alright. And then we do need food. Yeah, we need food. And, I don't know, maybe tents or... Uh, yeah, I have, like bed roll and that kind of thing, but I don't have a tent. I mean, I can make us something out of snow, but... Yeah, I can, I can... Get, like, blankets or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we could basically make a snow fort, and, uh, at some point, I'm trying to figure out how to make a, sort of, some kind of magical protection that we could sleep in. That would be nice, but I can't do it yet. You can't do it yet. I don't know how. Yeah, so we're gonna get blankets. Yeah. Them. I have a theory. Can't do it yet. Well, theories won't save you from a hungry apple bear. That's it true. It depends on what your theory is. If your theory is that you should stab it. Yeah. My theory is I'm gonna stand behind. My theory is guys. it won't chase me if I'm running away and one of you is behind me. <laughs> That's my theory. You'll have to outrun your for sure slowest probably friend. Probably won't test that. My theory is that oh, I'm faster than you. <laughs> So well, you wouldn't be the one being slow. If you're small, you're just a morsel. If you're one of these guys. That's fair. So feed the cleric to the eddies. No, that's, we're not trying to feed the cleric to the You're the only one who can bring me back if I die, so definitely not you. A two-person <laughs> tent is two gold, apparently, which is interesting. It's pretty cheap. Also, in this weather, you definitely want to cuddle. Right. We only need two of them because you're not... I'm not a person. Yeah, well, I'm not... Sidewise, you're not a person. I get it. I get it. I'm not a person. Yeah. That's fine. You know, before I was here, I was laying in a nice summery pond, eating peaches that fell off the tree. It was really nice. What's but peaches? Peaches? Mm -hmm. The fruit, you know. I think I've used that to flavor meat before. I've heard of it. You probably have used it to flavor meat. I've heard of this. It's delicious. It's kind of sweet. It was in a book one time. Juicy. Uh, it looks like a butt. They didn't mention that. <laughs> Like the truck peaches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Buy two tents. <laughs> Alright, yeah. so that's four gold. Okay. For 
for whoever's paying for that. I I will get one. I can get one of them. I don't want to use all I, of I them. Gotta, but I mean, keep in mind these. You okay. The tents are twenty pounds apparently, so uh, probably the wizard mark. won't be carrying that. I could probably carry it. I yeah. I apparently oh, because yeah. I am a Goliath, I can carry like one uh, size more, like a like a whatever a large okay. creature could carry, but I'm not very strong. So well, uh, I may only be four foot eight, but I am jacked. <laughs> <laughs> You're four foot eight both ways. <laughs> <laughs> like a little filing cabinet. Just, yeah. you know. <laughs> how, big, how much can a bag of holding carry? Um, a lot? A lot. Okay. But you could, put, you could stick them in there. If you need to, you can. This has most of my personal things. Okay. Yeah, that's that's probably good. So are you getting one of the tents? Is that what you want? Okay, so I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Do we need rations? Um, rations in the player's handbook. Uh, gold a piece or something. It is a... I have a five silver pieces a day per mm. ration. Five silver pieces per ration, so... Yeah. How get do I add an item? Oh, maybe we should go fish. Uh, in your equipment section, yeah. um, it has a. So, so like equipment. Yeah. That item. I have oh, to actually. Mm -hmm. I have to actually look at it to tell you, give you instructions. No. Okay. I didn't have my. Character. No, I'm sorry. I'm just like. I'd be happy to help with fishing if anyone wants to do that. We should probably. That's a. It's gonna so, be. Five silver ration. Do, do we have a yeah. lake to fish in? There are lakes, although keep in mind of, in the tundra between Brinchander and Kelvin's Corn, there's not really a lake to fish at. Right. But if you're is at. Is there one here? So Brinchander is on a hill. Uh, probably the only town that is not on a lake. That's right. Uh, so it's mostly, it primarily is a trading town. It's just that because of its convenient location and defensible position, it is the kind of go-between between all the towns. Um, I can, if we're out on the road, I can fish if there's water. I can try to trap things. I can find whatever food is around, but it's, it's not much. It would be maybe supplemental to something else that we could bring, so I'll we should try to get some. I'll buy 12 rations to give us each of us two rations. Yeah, should be enough. And get okay. us to the next town at least. Yeah, and I have I have a few too, so we can you know, have... Okay. We gotta make sure to feed the dog, so... Yeah, dog will also eat a ration. Ten rations. I just have more. For some reason, I only have one. Yeah, I have, I have ten. Did we use any of them this today? No. no okay. No, oh, no, I have two. You bought food That's at the store one. here, so. That's right. Okay. Two more. Okay. So make sure when tracking your inventory, because I'm not going to keep track of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I guess two rations from either. Add okay. two rations. Okay. We should have enough food to travel for a while. And I have similar skills. I've lived here a long time. Okay, good. Well, so, we can... Some good news is that with snowshoes, uh, crossing the tundra is 
a bit faster than it would be. Uh, so, out on Tundra without snowshoes, you're going about a quarter of a mile. But with snowshoes on the Tundra, it's half a mile per hour. Okay. Um, on the road, it's about equivalent because it's road and uh, it's, I guess, suitable to walk without them. Or with <laughs> the road them. functions as a snowshoe. Yeah, it, it doesn't <laughs> salt it, I guess. I mean, it's it's well traveled enough that it's not, uh, I guess, all kind of. I don't know. You can just walk where other people walk. It's it's fine. It's, it's an established ride. path. You're not just yeah. cutting across woods yeah. and or whatever in tundra. So. So. Oh, cool! It lets me put my rations as, as weight zero because it's in my bag of holding. Because hmm. otherwise, it was like you can't carry that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then I guess we sleep. Alright. So you guys take a long rest. Yeah. Let me prepare some suitable spells <laughs> for the road so you guys don't die. So, um, this will probably be quick enough, I guess. We guys are sleeping here. Our scene turns away from our from the North Look Inn back over to Kelvin's Comfort where there is a group of dwarves kind of sitting here at Kelvin's Comfort and at Kelvin's Comfort things have winded down for the evening most everyone's gone to bed there's probably like one half asleep server who's there oh um I did want to say I do want to start setting up things yeah. to start brewing, but I'll just have ceremony prepared tomorrow so I can finish it up. Okay. If that's okay. So, basically, we're now looking at a different group other than our own. You guys have laid down, gone to sleep. Okay. So we're seeing these dwarves, and they're all kind of sitting around. I guess not necessarily your characters are seeing, but us as the audience is. <laughs> And they're all kind of sitting around uh, the their tables there. They're basically there in the in the tap room by themselves at this point, since most everyone's gone to bed. For whatever reason, like the last remaining person who is like serving them has probably left the room in order to like fetch something on their behalf, and they're just kind of sitting there chatting and. And the doors open into the cold, just, but there's no one there. And just, they can, they kind of look over at the wind and just kind of like look at each other. And, you guys go. Roll for initiative. You know, playing dwarfs for a brief period of time. <laughs> we picked the right hotel, guys. The one that didn't get attacked. <laughs> initiative, I guess. And what did you get, Brandon? 20. And Susie, did you? Um, four. <laughs> I 
other person who's something, and you're like, oh shit, hang on, I'll stand up. <laughs> this will be interesting, I guess. I guess. <laughs> okay. Alright, so as these dwarves are kind of sitting there, uh, I guess I'll let you guys determine who you want to go first out of the batch here, because a lot of you guys have matching initiatives. I have 13. Yeah, 19. Well, there's there's three, or there's three 20s, so there is... three. Who's the three 20s? This person and the first two people. So, for the first time, these dwarves have noticed that as they're looking out at the snow, but there's a person sitting at the bar by themselves, kind of wearing a hood and a cloak. And then they seem to begin to sing as the wind is blowing in. And they are just kind of baffled by the whole scene. And the figure says, We bow to she who wears the crown, the world is chilled with dread. Clad in winter's whitest gown, her snows enshroud the dead. Her fury sheds but frozen tears as gray clouds issue forth. Her winds across the wasteland shears blows blizzards from the north. Ice-kissed flowers, sorry, <clears throat> ice-kissed flowers cut mid-bloom. Beauty kept all in its grace. Summer sleeps in warm dark tomb, stealing in her cold embrace. Now all the world's in winter's white, encased in sleet and ice. She stewards never-ending night and conjures paradise. Behold her everlasting rhyme, see how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time behind her glacial wall. Our mistress fair of summer's lost chill heart of winter's war. Adore the queen of cold and frost, who reign forevermore. And they will take their turn. This person will stand up. And they continue to sing that song, just kind of repeating from there. And the doors open, and this is the least chill this place has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and you will approach the table with these five dwarves, huddled around, and a blade of ice appears in her in this creature's hand, just <laughs> and it comes over at the doors. So. Using multi-attack, I guess we'll just go for the first two dwarves here. Well, frick. <laughs> I have right. four HP. That's half of what my uh, real so, has. So, the first two dwarves are being played by Josh and Brandon. <laughs> so, for the first attempt to hit is a 14. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. And, so, this commoner is about to take... Definitely picked the right hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Could 
so this commoner takes uh, 16 points of damage. <laughs> you want to die or you want me to die? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Then multi-attack attacking the next commoner, which is being played by Josh then. So a 8 to hit. Hey, he misses. <laughs> Alright. So this creature, this cloak figure, just walks up and stabs just one dwarf through the chest. And then pulls the blade back and tries to come down at you. And just this dwarf just backs up just enough to suddenly the ice blade cuts into the into the table instead. But with that, it is now your turn. Alright, Tupper will just... What do you do? I just grab his hammer and try to swing at it. Whatever this is. Alright, so you grab like... Uh, so that's a 20 to hit modified. Alright, that will hit. Four bludgeoning. <laughs> Is he dead? Blood. Actually, not bad. Yeah. Consider Max so, damage. <laughs> so, Copper will basically, like, kind of grab, like, a chair leg and just. <laughs> and just whack, giving a good thwack. But this creature seems almost unfazed. Like, it definitely, like, knocked it back a little. Like, you can tell that the force hit it. But it is tough as nails. Okay. Uh, and then, so I have all these cards mixed up, but mm -hmm. in any case, the next person, the next dwarf to go, will be the one played by Annie. Okay. Um, I also have a club up there, so that's, that's a 16. Yeah. Uh, so an 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Four commoners gonna give it all. <laughs> one, <laughs> one point of damage. None damage. Hey, that's five so far. Yeah. We all might right. end this frost maiden in the first game. Then, then what are we gonna do? The dwarf played by Tiff. We just go fishing okay. a lot. Hey. Uh. Becomes cheers. That will miss. <laughs> The dwarf played by the dwarf played by Susie. I grab the pepper grinder off the table. <laughs> okay. Both hands and I take a swing. Actually, okay. I'm gonna run around to the other side to flank. Okay. Some tactics in this fight. Whole door is not going down without a fight. <laughs> um. So that's going to be 18 to hit. 18 will hit. With a mighty swing, <laughs> I do two damage. <laughs> Twice as much as I did. Okay. Nice. She's dead, isn't she? <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, she did. Is she bloody? Right. No. <laughs> yeah. Not even bruised. She's probably she resistant to non-magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing is happening. She's just like... Right. <laughs> We're annoying her. <laughs> so, multi-attack. Yes. We'll attack. How strange. Yeah, how bizarre. So, we'll attack the dwarf being played by Josh. Will <laughs> a 12 to hit? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. The dwarf formerly known as Josh. <laughs> so, that's 9 slashing and uh, 7 cold damage. Former dwarf. Yeah, yeah, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. And then for getting hit on the other side by the other dwarf being played by Susie, this creature is going to turn around. And attack you for a 17 to hit. 
That misses. <laughs> I cast shield. Nice. It's a plus seven shield. <laughs> <laughs> Shimmy around so that we're flanking, I guess. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself advantage. I don't think that I'm even right next to her anymore. Maybe not. All right, well, just it's not gonna matter. Um, seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Great. Oh, it's four. four. Four damage. That's my turn. <laughs> All right. There. I she did. run out the door. Okay. So you run. Uh, yeah, currently engaged with this other uh, dwarf here. So I go as far as I can into some place that has a fire or a light or something. So what's the name of your dwarf? Um, Liswan. Liswan. I don't know how you say that. Yeah. Hmm? So Liswan. Liswan. And I'm like, I didn't think yeah. about the fact that running was probably a good option. But. Uh, Liswan Burrow Boots. <laughs> so Liswan Burrow Boots escapes and survives. She dashes out into the cold night away from this cold heart killer, leaving her companion to die. Yeah, I'm like, run! I got this! <laughs> That's two attacks, multi-attacking. Both well, my, of them are really high. Yeah, my AC is 10, so... <laughs> um, so, that is going to be 16 points of damage. Okay, so I, I uh, am completely dead times 2. <laughs> she has resistance, actually. You're probably dead times 4. What are you talking about? Four and a half, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it's it's an insta-kill if it's uh, yeah, my entire thing. So it's... Like, so it's so I guess insta-kill times two. <laughs> so you see this figure briefly standing in this <clears throat> carnage. Like... As I turn over my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> head this rolls past hooded, her. clubbed figure just kind of like stabs an ice blade into the last remaining dwarf who's still in the building while Luswan is just booking it out. And it kind of... She looks up at the path for a brief moment where you're running... And then just kind of leaves the ice sword where it is, and then just kind of walks until eventually the darkness overtakes where your dark vision is able to see, and you keep running, and you keep running, and you keep running, and you don't know. But eventually, you hear the bells ring like the morning bells signaling the time. And Luswan survived the night. And this one has lived to tell people about it. I heard there's adventurers in town. So, yeah, in the morning you guys wake up and there is all kinds of ruckus in happening in Bryn Shander. But interestingly enough, it's beneficial to you because now nobody is looking at you. They're they're just like, yeah, the, the proprietor's just like kind of looking at one of these guys like who's coming in, who's like stepping in from the cold and like stamps his feet a little bit. And, oh, shite, it's cold out there. And the proprietor's like, hey, 
What's going on out there? I've been hearing all kinds of racket lately. He's just like, Aye, over down there at the Kelvin Comfort. And he's like, uh, There's a few dwarfs down there. They, all of them, slaughtered in the tap room. And they're just like, In the middle of the tap room. And she's like, Ah. It's like, Well, who did it? He's like, we basically know everybody in Bryn Chander. Like, they're just like... Cruz goes out the door. And they're just like, look, I, I have no idea, but we found a... Uh, they found a sword made of pure ice sticking out of one of their chests. Just, oh, it's always magic. I, like, zoom and, like, land on your shoulder. This is interesting. What do you think is happening? Uh, I'm running. <laughs> Murders. <laughs> Alright, so you are running. Okay, I just need to make else? sure it's not family at the very least, and then also figure out what happened there. I get I off I say of as you. I'm like already like. Yeah, I get off <laughs> you to not, uh, you know, make you make it harder to like sore next to you. I grab Full. a bunch of like breakfast rolls and mm -hmm. run out the door like I'm an anime character. <laughs> yeah. Alright. You know, piece of toast hanging out of your mouth. Piece of toast. Yeah. yeah. I almost leave my hat on the table, but the last minute I grab it. <laughs> you run, like... Snatch. Or, do you have mage hand? Because, like, you're at the door and just like... Whoop. I don't. No. Uh, cool. I do, it's I good. felt like my character wouldn't use mage hand. Sword moves only. Excellent. That's how I also intend to play a character. Alright. So you guys run out the door. You, you flip it off the table with a sword. And it lands on your head. Ah, so you so I can't have a sword jet because I'm the little one. <laughs> it is. So I have a dagger for now. But soon. I so can mage hand that. your hat to you. Well, <laughs> let me do a point of order real quick because it is also 11.13. So how late do you want to go? So there's no more like battle encounters. But if you want to investigate this... Like 11.30 or something. Mm -hmm. Alright, so then we'll call it up at 11.30, just so that I can keep track. 11.35. <laughs> so we have 20 more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so this is just so that I can make sure that we don't run super over. Okay. okay. Alright, so you run, you book it down to... And it's it's pretty early right now, it's like 7 a.m. Um, like, this is like practically first thing in the morning that you guys have rushed out the door, like, eating your anime-style breakfast as you're running. Um, Question. How do they even keep track of time here? Like, there's no, there's no daylight cycles. Oh, well, that's, uh... Maybe the stars. I'm keeping track of time for you guys, mostly. The characters are kind of on their own. Like, they're not necessarily keeping track of, uh... Of time, but there's one guy in the town with a keen mind feet. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps moving the clock. Yeah, technically, yeah, they technically go by <clears throat> by bells, quote unquote, is like yeah. their official hour. They can of... go by stars, star motion. They can go by candles. Usually, like in the in ye olden and times, they would go through can hourly candles hour instead of twelve hour candles. Does come out. It's just it's a new moon right now, so uh, or at least it was. You're. The night of the new moon was last night, so... But oh. eventually it'll start stop being uh, yeah. a new moon, and the moon will actually be out. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys head over to Kelvin Karn, and you see the deputies, but they do not seem occupied with, like, looking for you. They are, I guess, trying to keep people out of the scene. 
Uh, the sheriff is down here, though, kind of looking at the, at the, you know, at the bodies. There are quite a few patrons that have gathered outside. Um, people that you've seen before, they were there last night, all just kind of standing around, like everyone just kind of has a look of confusion around. And then the innkeeper's like, when do I get my inn back, huh? And the deputy's just like, look, we'll move the bodies in a moment. The... The sheriff's just taking notes down on the situation, and then once he's kind of got everything he feels like that he can get out of the scene, then we'll move the bodies and you can have the inn. And the innkeeper's like, this afternoon? Like, when is that? And he's like, look, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but what do you guys do? Karuska runs up. Um, what happened here? Uh, uh, who are you asking? Um, I mean, if the sheriff's available. So, one of the deputies. You just like kind of brush past the deputies into the building. We'll spend, we'll spend. Okay, and the deputies are just like, yeah, there's about there's four dwarfs are found murdered here in the morning. I and goes one of the uh, this dwarf named uh, Lucen called the you know the guard during the night. So we've been out trying to figure out what's happening. We got some people looking for a culprit. Sheriff's trying to figure out who might have been responsible. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just there's only one witness, and she's pretty shaken up right now. I think I'm running up at the tail end of that. Um, I heard there was a sort of ice involved. I, uh, there's a sort of ice that's, I mean, it's so cold it didn't melt, it's still in the tap room, stuck in some dude's chest, unfortunately. Do you have anyone here who's proficient in magic? Uh, no. Do you mind if I take a look at that, then? Uh, sheriff, this guy's a wizard! <laughs> Why don't you let him take a look? And the sheriff, you can just hear a voice call back, We got a wizard! And he's like, yeah! He's like, alright, let him in. I hear them yelling about wizards, you know, I'm like, I, I'll come along, too! And the rest of you just invite wizards. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Figured everyone would just walk in. Yeah. We're all wizards. I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah, the, the deputy at first is just like, uh, 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 and then because he let one in, everyone's yeah. so close together that he can't stop any of you. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, all right. We're the uh, wizard crime scene investigation police. <laughs> I want to look at the bodies. I want to see if I recognize any of them. Wizard Association police. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and so then I, I also um I also want to look You're at zero now. um I'm like not trying to touch anything too much, but I just want to see if I recognize anyone, and then if um like what type of wounds that they have. Okay. Well, so as far as player know, but as far as recognizing anyone, uh, there's really probably only one dwarf that you may have heard of. Uh, on here, which was uh, the Battle Hammer. Which one of you had Mr. Battle Hammer? I had Copper Battle Hammer. Copper Battle Hammer. Mm. And so, he was, uh, he was kind of well-known enough in, I guess, in your circle of the family, because he's a Battle Hammer on one part, but also because he is a basically the glass blower for Icewind Dale. The guy that makes glass for basically everyone. Oh, uh, no. Gets so, shit around, too. So he is, uh, 
one of the people, actually, one of the people who has been killed. But if you want to make a medicine check, I mean, about the injuries. <laughs> Looks like they got stabbed with an ice sword. <laughs> Going out on a limb here. Um, like they certainly did. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they got stabbed with an ice sword. <laughs> uh, she's she's just, all this blood and the frost damage. I mean, she's basically just, you know, we found a guy who was killed ritualistically. Right. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Looks like clean, single injuries. Yeah. They didn't really bleed to death. It's just because as soon as they were stabbed, it froze and just damage. killed them. Yeah. Didn't even have time to bleed properly. Yeah, yeah. I think to look at the sword itself and just okay. see if, what I can determine from it. Yeah. Okay. I, can, I can assist what, you if you're... you can make an arcana check. Okay. See if I can feel any residual magic on her or something. Cool. That's really good. Uh, 14. And uh, 24. Mm-hmm. 24. Um, so, residual magic, it's... I think you would find... Uh, Let's see. Probably some conjuration magic involved in this. Conjuring ice is what you would expect. Um, so conjuring a blade of ice, so to speak. Uh, although it's interesting is that it's still here and hadn't necessarily melted, but you can tell that uh, despite the fact that they left it here, it, it very well could melt it's not it's not necessarily a magic item in itself it is literally ice in the shape of a sword um so it's just that it's cold enough because the room is open that the ice blade didn't melt but if you warm things up in here uh it it definitely will it's just it is normal ice okay. this is definitely a conjured ice but it is regular old ice right. necessarily lingering on it strange. Do you know of what can do that? I mean, I've heard of... So anyone, there's any number of spells that like to conjure a blade in your hand. Right. Some of shadows, some of flames, some of ice. So we're talking about a spellcaster then? Seems like it. Probably quite high level by the appearance of this. I'll have to put the word out. The the town's keep an eye out for wizard. I think that it's the wizard we're looking for. Where's the witness? What do they know? She's back at the, uh... Well... At the, uh, What you would call the jail, but not being so-called being kept. That's just mm-hmm. where we kind of... We don't necessarily have, like, a headquarters, so Sheriff's to speak. Sheriff's office? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should we talk should, to her. Yeah, we should mm-hmm. talk to her. Uh, wait, hold on a second. He's like, that voice. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, He's this like, is my assistant. We just got to town today. <laughs> Look, it's not the night of the sacrifice anymore, and I have a murder to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Because this is no longer my problem. Because if Oral still wants your head, she can come take it yourself. Yeah. This is what I expect, Ooh, honestly. Be I go behind the bar and just start pouring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no one to stop you. And the sheriff kind of just kind of looks annoyed because, you know, it's We're not stealing. polite to steal like that. You but in front of sheriff. Do you want one? <laughs> He's like, I expect you to pay for that. Well, for that. 
Well, he's a like, silver coin on I would like to walk behind him and swipe it. Alright, make a sleight of hand check. It's not breakfast without, you know. Oh no. That's great. Natural one. <laughs> so you drop it, it rolls. So you try to like pinch it <laughs> between your claws. Actually, why don't you tell me a little bit more about what this looks like? Yeah, though. sure. So I um I see you put it there and I'm like, ooh, I can in my mind, my tiny little brain, I'm like, I can start paying back his debt. <laughs> my debt to him. And so I fly over, and I'm like, I'm gonna grab it. And I'm looking over there, and my I misjudge where it is, and so I go like that, and it slides right off into the ground and slams into I don't know, uh, one of the um, ale tankards that's on the ground, clanks, and I'm just kind of like there looking at this thing that this coin that very obviously falls and rolls around and does the <laughs> thing, very noisily. Yeah. I, somebody dropped You don't that? have to pay twice. He's already paid for it. I put it back on the counter. <laughs> the sheriff, like, had stopped to look, and he's just like, adventurers. <laughs> he just walks out the door. He was like, all right, if you guys are coming to talk to the witness, then come, let's be off with it already. I'm going to be a sus. And the sheriff will lead you over to the county jail where okay. they have basically... Uh, the witness sitting, like, with a heavy blanket, just kind of sitting in the office. By the time we get there, my flask of ale is just, a uh, beer slushy. Uh, <laughs> I It's like, all right. Lusson, Lusson, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you saw? And the dwarf was just like, well, it's just the strangest thing. We were... Just, you know, chat, we were just enjoying our drinks late into the evening. A little bit later than we probably should have. Everyone had gone to bed except for us, and, you know, we were out there playing, uh, Three Dragon Ante. And he's like, ah, as dwarves I want to do, I, I understand. And he's, she's just like, this, suddenly the doors blew open, and this person who was sitting at the bar started singing and someone that like that sword just appeared in their hands and they proceeded to just murder everyone one by one and they're all brave idiots maybe it was the the, the drink they thought they could beat them over the head with a club so the door the door opens and this person walks in and sits at the bar and no, then the door opened I didn't see anybody walk in but then I heard the singing and they were at the bar they weren't there until the door opened I didn't we were the only ones in there huh. yeah, they move very fast so they've got some sort of it's to do that maybe I mean, we saw <coughs> what's his face yesterday artists you know Turned into mist and stepped away. So these things can be done. We don't know. What sort of? Do you remember what what was said in the song? Uh, it was I don't know. It was some. Uh, 
something about the Queen of Frost or something or another. Hmm. Hmm. Do I know a song about the Queen of Frost? Yeah. I think Why I don't you make a history check? Which I think I have a pretty yeah. And does this sound like uh, this does this sound like ghost activity to me or the nineteen total? Um so I guess you can make you can make a religion check. I will assist you. I'm trained in religion. Beforehand, though, because yeah. no, we've, we've been sitting on that 19 for a bit. Oh, yeah. sorry, I didn't even All right, so real quick, let me address the 19. Um, so, history check on, I guess, a Queen of Frost. Like, very obvious. It definitely, there's only really one Winter Queen here, and it's Oriel. Like, it, that much is, is just plain obvious uh, to you. You're just like, well, there's, there's one basically one goddess that claims domain over Icewind Dale. Mm -hmm. So when it's a song about uh, some queen of frost, it's like, well... And as far as, does this seem like ghostly activity? Um, <laughs> well, there's definitely a physical presence. There definitely was somebody who made a sword. Like, but what could drive a person to murder someone though, like that? Um, even four dwarves. Sitting so, on the table. so that part is ver is pretty strange. Uh, not not something that you know. Even a a, a devout follower of Oro would be hard pressed to just show up and murder four people inside of a tavern and vanish into the night. So um, that part definitely has a strange air of mystery to it. <laughs> I mean, it could be. But you need more information. I don't really know what they're known for. Yeah. I am sorry for your loss, though. Yeah. I was like, it's just hard times all around, cousin. Indeed. Oh. We are actually going to be heading back to, um, we'll be heading towards Kelvin's Cairn to the Dwarven Valley if you'd like to come with us. If that's alright with... Uh, is this someone who can protect herself? Whatever? Mm, it I, might be dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm... It's, it's fine. I'm, yeah. I still have family here in, in Brinshander. It'll be fine. <coughs> Does not appear to be any person that I can find. <coughs> and you talk about magic and summoning, and the person's clearly no longer here. I don't know what more we can do. Uh, if they have that kind of power, I would imagine they could be far from here at this point. They may be starting up. Something. This might be a one-time thing. It's There's a presence say. here. We'll probably encounter them again. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, this isn't the first time that I've seen a ice weapon 
It's about... You hear about murders with these ice weapons around the time of the new moon. I've been trying to figure out what the connection is. It's clearly related to the Frost Maiden somehow, but I don't quite understand why these people are being targeted. Reverse werewolves. Werewolves? Reverse werewolves. Normally, very clever a wolf weir. <laughs> I mean, did not even consider that. Mm -hmm. That is terrifying. It probably. I mean, it's possible, but <sighs> it's just. It seems to me. It's not just here. I've heard stories from other towns as well. So I've heard about it in East Haven. I've heard about it in in some of the other towns, people being murdered with ice weapons. The weapons always found on the scene, but it's not so frequent. It's, like I said, usually you only hear about these murders once a month or so, but in this That's case... That's kind of frequent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's only a thousand people live in this town. This is That's, one of the big ones. Okay. Like, you know, so every me, month let, let we have... Yeah. You sacrifice every month to our own. But at the same time, every month, someone comes in or seems to be possibly representing our own and kills an unspecified number of people. It's not necessarily every month here. But somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere in Icewindale. Somewhere, somewhere in Ten Times. So, I don't necessarily know what the whole deal is. And look, I didn't decide for the whole sacrifice bull crap anyway. No, that was the speaker's don't. doing. Vesa convinced all of the damn speakers and that when they had the speaker council that they should do something in order to uh, appease the Frost Maiden and then they decided that she convinced them to, that we should start, well, doing sacrifices in each town. Of course, each, not every town agreed to what sacrifice to give, but she convinced the bigger ones that they should offer people this was the smaller ones do this field. Duvessa's idea. Yeah. That's us. That is extremely suspicious. I wish we should talk to this Duvessa. Yeah, I think that's... we need to get on the fucking road. It's true. Okay. Got too many things to do here. I. Well, it's true. It's not necessarily your business, but I'll see if I can figure this out. You guys aren't really obligated to this, but. Despite being sheriff, it is frontier law out here, which means your life is in your own hands. I would like to help, but without something that I can throw against a wall or smash a head. I don't have enough to go on. Yeah. If I we run into them and it's some tavern on a new moon, I will kick their ass. But <laughs> I think perhaps this is the next town we go to, we should get some more information from them. See what we but for now we need to shipping into the dwarves. Yeah. For this for this time we should. It's only happening uh, on the new moon. We have a few weeks before it's new moon again, so. Okay. Yeah. Basically, the entire month. A low voice. We should ask if Duvessa has been traveling around as well. Sure. She's been sighted in other towns. Well, what are you guys doing? So, I guess we're yeah, we need to get going. Yeah, like, I don't think that we can spend too much time just, like, 
But you no. can't believe All those right. side things. Yeah, it's like eight and by nine. We need to throw it. Or so, I'll ask, um... This is last actions here, by the way. Yeah. I'll ask, uh... Like, plus one, if, um... She'd like me to, like, to pray with her, I suppose? Yeah, you can definitely spend some time with her. She she appreciates uh, the Dumathoan like uh, it is domains. yeah it is basically the religion of the dwarves. Um, so last calls. Um, just get our stuff together and you know, we need to get get moving across here. Okay, Let's drop the snowshoes on, and then yep. that is where we'll end tonight's game. Yeah, did we level up? <laughs> yeah, of course. We do? Yes, you level up because even though technically you weren't in an encounter, there was, and there were encounters. We ch we ch we leveled up because we picked the right place to sleep where we didn't get murdered. Because <laughs> I would also not have done too well against got I mean, HP for not dying. I think every one of those hits except one was over my total HP as a character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do I get extra HP for escaping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have inspiration for being the only one to actually realize that you should run. Yeah. You're just like, what the hell? Slap. Mm, well, I'll probably be fine. Clunk. <laughs> 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 uh, so you will click edit.